0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535. And uh, the Red right out. Chili Peppers with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni this week. Filling in until uh, boy, you're off to, Thursday. I'm off to Friday. Thursday. So. And
1: yeah.
0: then I do uh, whatever I got to do on Friday. So <laughs> take that for what it's worth. Uh, it's going to be rainy this morning and pretty much throughout the entire day. Get a little bit of a rest around uh, later for r- lunchtime. But it's all kicking up again later. With a high of 73 tonight, clouds, more showers, lowest 65 tomorrow, mostly cloudy, but a high of 78, 68 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. Boy, what a show today. So much, so much to look forward to in the days ahead. Got a lot on the docket, as the attorneys say. Yeah, but it doesn't really start kicking in for another day or so. <laughs> so we'll
1: mail it until then.
0: <laughs> Marty, I've been doing that since 1996. <laughs> I don't mean to make this seem I'm like a science g- <laughs> experiment, but
1: I'm new to the game, so I'm, I'm just learning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This is all we have to do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're going to ease into the today very well. <laughs> it's 5:37. Rock 102. Do your job. Springfield's Classic Rockets, 555 in the Who with Bax and Nagel. And Marty Caproni is filling in for uh, for Steve uh, this week. Steve will be back on Monday. Uh, Friday is going to be a best of Bax and Nagel show. Oh, look at that. Yeah, I know, huh? How fun does that sound? Yeah, That sounds great. Yeah, that sounds all right. <laughs> uh, later this week, though, I can tell you we got some uh, real cool stuff. Uh, Jackie Martling will be joining us cool. uh, probably on Thursday. I'm excited about that one. Also, uh, Jerry Shirley, who you may not know by his name, but he was the longtime drummer for the band Humble Pie, uh, played with uh, Sid Barrett. Actually, the guy's got a hell of a resume. We'll talk to him uh, probably tomorrow. And uh, some other stuff coming up uh, this week as well. So uh, today's show is going to be kind of going through the motions as we get ready for later in the week. Uh, yeah. yeah we'll give a- you two mediocre shows, two good shows, <laughs> and it's only a four-day week for you. So uh, expect nothing but uh, rehashed bits and has-beens from Friday.
1: This is the uh, lazy foreplay show uh, It's for the really great
0: shows that are <laughs> that are on the way. We promise. <laughs> some shows won't give you one good show more than once a month well we're giving you two in a five day week and then a best of show that's with that kind of value i know i mean and you can't put a price tag on it oh it's free no well we (laughs) do put a price tag on it for for clients but uh, (laughs) but but not for listeners it's free entertainment um yeah I'm,
1: i'm i'm sitting here uh looking at the the rest of the week trying to find what the weather looks like and uh I have no clue. It just looks like natural disaster. Everything is uh, terrible everywhere.
0: Well, today you're going to have rain earlier in the day, uh, remaining cloudy this afternoon, but then the showers kick up again tonight. A high of 73, a low of 65 for tomorrow, mostly cloudy, a high of 78. I don't believe there's any rain in the forecast, but that's what you're looking at uh, on Wednesday, and it's about 67 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. So.
1: I'm excited. We got uh, we got Molly the intern joining us again today.
0: Yes, yes. This is her uh, her final week. This is her as goodbye an intern. As yeah, she gets to go back to the world of college and. Uh, <sighs> if you know, I knew then what I know
1: now, I know the trouble I could get into. I was just saying that you know I see these things like on uh, Instagram where they go. I give you three choices: start all over at nineteen, have a million dollars, like all. These. I'm like you start over at nineteen. I'm an idiot, but I would know enough to just sit around and hang out until Bitcoin came out. Right. (laughs) I don't even know what year it launched, but I would just watch the news and they'd be like, Bitcoin. I'd be like, I can buy that for 11 cents a coin. I will take all of that. Get in early.
0: Mm -hmm. Get out just in time.
1: Right. Because you would have already known what's going on. I got my million dollars. It cost me $100, you know.
0: If, I, if you asked me, hey, would you? If you went back to the age of nineteen, do you think you'd uh, the second time around apply yourself more academically? No. And I think the answer to that question is exactly what you just said. Yeah. No, of course not. No. Because it's not. It wasn't about not wanting to. None of it matters. It just didn't really make much difference. You know, funny. I went to
1: college for communications. Immediately when I was graduating, I was like, "Well, it looks like I'm not going to work in communications. <laughs> this field's garbage." <laughs> And then look, look what
0: a <laughs> look what a weird twist the world has. I I, I felt like you know, uh, Richard Gere, an officer <laughs> and a gentleman. I got nowhere else to go. <laughs> well, I, I got
1: out. I was in business, everything else, Pat. and then suddenly sharp right turn and here i am wearing my headphones like a little monkey standing here in front of a mic <laughs> eek
0: eek baby <laughs> all you need now is a cup with pencils and a rock 102 t-shirt uh, rest in
1: peace to my uh my old advisor ray oaks who uh, <laughs> threw me off college radio three times it was like it's probably not a career for you i was like fair enough it seems then, like it's not i
0: didn't even argue and now look at you and now look you're, at me. you're filling in for two fat idiots I,
1: i've stumbled into the number one morning show i mean as far as lazy goes, you couldn't have a better uh, gig than being able to come in here on this show. No, you, know?
0: you didn't even have to work your way up I to the top.
1: No, I didn't even have to do uh, like Nagel. I wasn't uh, taking requests at five in the morning from people at the Hamden House, uh, Hamden House of Corrections. and <laughs> you know,
0: Yeah, you easily slid th- into the I, third position. It was pretty great. Not born, too bad. born on third, felt like I hit a triple, so it's nice. <laughs> it's six o'clock with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. And now Bax's View from the Couch brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters, Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood Fired Grills. Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Hey, remember the 2009 blockbuster film Blideside? You know, the movie where the lovely Sandra Bullock adopts a gigantic 17-year-old football player until he becomes the number one draft pick for the Baltimore Ravens in 2009 with a 23rd overall selection? Well, I do. I also remember how that kid went on to win Super Bowl 47 against the San Francisco 49ers just four years after Sandra Bullock was given the Academy Award for that adoption. Nicely done, Sandy. Nicely done. Of course, here we are 14 years later, only to find out the entire story was total BS. Yesterday, 37-year-old retired defensive tackle Michael Orr filed a petition in Tennessee claiming that the entire story was nothing more than a shameless fabrication, a farcical work of fiction claiming that despite what the filmmakers would have you believe, Ower was never adopted by Sandra Bullock, nor, as it turned out, was he adopted by the woman she portrayed in the film. The petition alleges that in 2004, Sean and Leanne Tui tricked Michael Ower into naming them the conservators of his estate just as he turned the legal age of 18. The result of which allowed the Tuohys to assume full control of his finances. The petition also alleges that the Tuohys used that deal to collect millions of dollars in royalties from the film. The money which uh, went to the Tuohys and their biological children, but not to Michael Ower. And Ower claims that this only came to light last February when he discovered that no such legal adoption ever took place, suggesting that the conservatorship might have been presented under false pretense. In other words, Sandra Bullock might be a dirtbag, or at least, at the very least, where so were the money-sucking scum that she portrayed in the movie. Personally, I'd rather not uh, drag Sandra into this situation, because frankly, she's got enough going on in her life right now. But if these allegations are true and provable, then you are looking at a couple of lowlifes that took advantage of a young man who didn't have any idea that the people he thought he could trust were in fact the people he could trust the least. And that, my friends, is why I have always insisted that my parents provide me with notarized documentation before I sign anything from those people. But hey, NFMI yapping. Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Breakfast goes outdoors with the Blackstone Outdoor Griddle from Rockies. Bacon, eggs on a Blackstone, steak, chicken, oh hell yes. Griddle anything on a Blackstone. Now 350 bucks. At Rocky's Ace Hardware. Plus, you get the five-piece stainless steel griddle tool set free. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Sp- Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rocket, 613 and Blue Oyster Cult. With Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni and Molly the Intern. We're all here today. Steve is back on Monday. Uh, you're here until uh, Thursday. Uh, yep. Uh, Friday, Molly. Uh, it's, it's my
2: last day. Just Aww. you and me,
0: Molly. Sorry.
2: I think you and I should just have our own show, Bax.
0: Well, it's going to be the best of show. That's already been uh, put into uh, into motion. But yeah, you and I can uh, talk in between if you're good with that. I mean, yeah. I, wanna, I don't want to absolutely know,
1: Bax and Molly best of yeah, rhymes.
0: Yeah. See, there you go. That's perfect. Uh, Patriots had a big signing yesterday. You know, for all you people thinking, well, you know, we're losing out on every major uh, free agent yeah, yeah. out there, Ezekiel Elliott's a pretty damn good signing.
1: I, you know, I see so many people complaining about it, saying it's, oh, it's garbage. Guy hasn't performed in three years, blah, 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 all this stuff, but I like the signing. I think, uh, you know, as a as a pass fan, I think it's a smart one it's a prove it contract. It's one year, you're not tying up a ton, ton of money. Six million at, at the absolute best, and if he performs at that level, you don't even care about the six million.
0: Listen, it, it, the guy ran up to 1,000 yards the year before last. Yeah. Last year, he was down to, like, you know, eight hundred and seventy yards. But you know, the the fact that matters a lot of things could could be at play there. I mean, right. the offense may have changed. You know, there may have been you know different responsibilities. You know, whatever it may be. I don't necessarily think that you know one soft year is indicative of what the guy can do because he can still. You know, he can still block like his ass off. He can still catch footballs. So he can do he can do all kinds of stuff.
1: Even if you use him as a and this might be the uh, Belichick idea too, even if you just use him as a blocking back because he doesn't have the the uh, legs that he used to, uh it's a pretty it's a pretty darn good signing then because you're not paying the max out on the contract and you got a guy who's for lack of a better word, disposable. Yeah, you know, but and you get them I,
0: on on a one year deal, right? And the the base salary is two million. Everything else is a signing bonus and incentives. I mean, how crazy is that? Yeah, it it doesn't it doesn't hurt their salary cap very much at all. And you get a guy who, frankly, is a three time Pro Bowl running back. Right,
1: and and now you got someone you can use as another tool too. Because who knows what he's got up his sleeve for offense? You know, I I like this. I don't know why people would be uh, upset with it.
0: I, you, know, you know what it is I think a lot of it is uh, is this for whatever reason and I'm not sure i I I'm buying this but you know no, no one's consult I'm not getting phone calls from Bill Belichick for consultation sure, hey Bay what should we do next week uh, I don't doing? know um but the roles of of running back uh, that position has changed kind of a lot there's less emphasis on a running back right and that kind of started last year. Where running backs, you know, weren't being used in the same way. It's now a passing league, and right. you've got all these excellent quarterbacks who are now, you know, throwing it out rather than handing it off. And so the the that's why so many running backs have been complaining that they can't get these gigantic contracts. Right,
1: because it's less. You have more running quarterbacks. You have more. Uh, you, the pass interference rules are so much so that you got quarterbacks airing it out like crazy. Yeah. You know. And
0: all the rules of football that have been put into place over the last couple of seasons are to protect quarterbacks, not right. running backs. Every time a running back touches a football, he gets he gets nailed Drilled. by some <laughs> defensive player. And so they become uh, you know, expendable simply because they get hurt. Right. And uh the average lifespan in the NFL for a running back is two point seven seasons.
1: Yeah, so that's it. Th- that's it. And then they're and then they're done and they're chose now. And to your point,
0: I don't think he's had any major injuries, right? He played through injuries in twenty twenty one. Fair but, enough. But that's but he didn't play hurt last year, right? So he's avoid for after seven seasons, he's avoided any major injuries.
1: And I, listen, I'm not a I'm not a Cowboys fan. So
0: who is yeah. and why would you want to be? Why would <laughs> that be an elective?
1: A lot of my family is. So oh. I can say this. a lot of the... Skaglarini House is a very big cowboy house. Uh, Thanksgiving's uh, interesting there, um, but I will say um, the the uh, my knowledge of Dallas is that they've either had he's either been with Dak Prescott, who who is a scrambling guy too, who can run right, right, or he there was a lot of uh, upheaval when he was hurt right at the quarterback position. They had uh, different people, so they had to probably tweak the offense and change the offense. And to your point, the running back isn't the focus of the offense anymore like it used to be 10 years ago or whatever. So now, and Belichick always seems like he's one or two years ahead of the trend of the league. So maybe, you know, he thinks, hey, Elliott's got good hands. It's almost like another receiver. You know, we can use him in that. We can use him in that aspect. We can use him in whatever. For $2 million, how could you go wrong?
0: You can't. I mean, it's it's a great signing, and like I said, Everyone's worried about you know a major signing, yeah, right. that's going to wind up hurting them in the salary cap. This doesn't really affect it too badly. Nope. this is this is actually a good signing, and they're all saying that uh, you know Ramondre Stevenson is still going to be your number one guy. Well. Not bad to have their second uh, your second option as Ezekiel <laughs> yeah. Elliott. That's
1: actually pretty good. If you could go back a couple of years and say you'd be like, "Oh my God, they would be deadly if they had it," you know. But then yeah. all of a sudden, one year's time, everybody forgets. So the other thing is, he's gonna have a chip in his shoulder, like, "Oh, you guys thought," you know. Which I I know Belichick loves. He loves a player that everyone thinks is washed up, and he brings him back. And and a lot of times, the second half of their career with the Patriots ends up becoming the defining part of their of their career, right? Yeah. I mean. All of them: Rodney Harrison, uh, uh, who was the other one, Junior. Uh, Say, yeah. yeah. There's just been a whole bunch that that have had that. Uh, experience in new england hopefully he'll be one aaron hernandez never got that second that, chance. you know that guy <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that why guy, he was productive oh uh, he was very productive. oh he was a busybody that yeah, guy he really <laughs> was. He was imagine imagine that you had that level of talent but you also were a, a, a crime kingpin at the same time committing serial killers is you're, you're murdering <laughs> multiple people and covering it up like the uh, that uh, took a level of commitment.
0: Yeah, it really, you really got to you really got really to enjoy killing people in cold blood. Time to managed. say, you know, I'm willing to put all the great football and all this earning potential aside. T- <laughs> this killing people in industrial parks in North Attleboro. That's aces with me.
1: The sheer time management perspective of being a serial killer and also balancing that with an NFL career is pretty impressive.
0: Yeah, I mean, I find myself getting all scheduled up doing nothing hey, at all.
1: Hey, I've got to learn this new playbook and I've got to kill my brother in law. So.
0: <laughs> okay, but in all fairness, Put that guy another. bumped into me <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a nightclub, he spilled my drink you know something had to give <laughs> put on another coffee i gotta pick up this new offense and
1: the uh new laws about uh where to dispose a body or yeah. you know uh, it's that that when I mean, you think back to that, yeah what a oh, waste and
0: let's, let's not forget uh before we kill these guys in cold blood execution style i gotta stop by Cumby's to get myself some <laughs> bubblegum
1: <laughs> that was wasn't that what uh, did him in that was the clue the bubble gum. The the
0: uh, yeah the bubblicious bubble gum. The, the grape the grape bubblicious bubblegum.
1: Could you imagine sitting there with a face in a life sentence and just flashing back to the fact that that last piece of hubba bubba is what's gonna <laughs> it's what's gonna do you in.
0: You should never be taken <sighs> down
1: by the hubba bubba. Yeah.
0: It doesn't. Even, the flavor doesn't even last long enough to be worth it. You no know? no no. It would it would have been. That flavor wouldn't have lasted long enough to serve a lifetime uh, well, sentence in jail. That,
1: that's one of those questions that I have too. I I don't understand how big bubblegum gets away with it. All right, we're at this part. We can bring back Tupac to do a hologram concert, but we can't invent a bubble gum that just lasts and tastes the same way the entire time that you chew it. Nope. Engineered failure. That's what I say. You think so? No. Nope. No. It's the. It goes to the same mentality of. No money in a in a in a cure, just in treating the symptoms. Same thing with bubblegum.
0: <laughs> it's like you like want what? it to last two yeah. minutes,
1: so you need another piece, so that you need another pack.
0: Yeah, you know, they keep improving battery life. You know, why can't they improve bubblegum life?
1: Even that. Look at, you know, you look at all these things, TVs. My parents, when I cleaned out my parents' house, we saw <laughs> we had the console television. You remember a console television? I sure do. The big wood it was a part of the furniture. Molly, you're looking at me like I'm crazy because TVs have been on little teeny little...
0: been flat and hung on the wall right, forever.
1: Forever, but that was not the case in our childhood. You got a TV, a new TV. It came in a delivery truck.
0: And it weighed 300 pounds. Two huge
1: guys would bring it into your house, and it was made out of wood. It was the size of a table. Literally, you used the top of it as a table if you wanted. But my parents sylvania tv mm-hmm. still worked like the day they got it no kidding 30 something years later and i talked to some of my friends and they're like yeah we got one of those in my parents basement still works still works still works everyone's now you go out, you buy one of these uh super it's at 4k 1080 6p hologram 3d i i have i go through them it's six years got a new tv new yeah, tv for practically TV. nothing right couple hundred bucks and you're done but that's how they trick you they trick you the practical nothing part all of us would pay two grand for a TV that actually lasted. Sure. Do you need more than 4K? Do you need 8K now? How much How much more K do you need?
0: I can't <laughs> tell the difference from 1K to another. I don't. It's all K to me. 720p, 1080p looks the same to me.
1: It looks better than the Sylvania. That's
0: all I know. You, you, we're, we don't have a lot of time here. You mentioned the uh, the, <laughs> the console TV. Yeah. When I was a kid, my grandmother wanted to get a brand new TV. so she, So I got her old TV. And it was it was a console Curtis Mathis TV, Ooh. which and and color course, or black and white. Oh, in living color, of uh, course. That
1: was big. That was big stuff. Back let me then. tell
0: you something. I, Molly I,
1: doesn't even know about black and white TV. Look let, at her.
0: Let me let me get into something <laughs> you also have no recollection of and no way of understanding. The only thing that ever got played on that TV was my atari
1: oh Atari! The regular atari yeah Yeah, oh yeah we do
2: have an atari you do we do really we do i we hunted one down for my dad for like a christmas or something and he was like a six-year-old boy on christmas he was so excited let me tell you
0: something i played like asteroids or missile command for hours on that tv
1: so we always had a good relationship with our neighbors so my neighbors the keatings right there's three boys like our families always hung out our moms and stuff we they had the atari and then my brother and i we got the the intellivision Intellivision. which remember had the little disc that you did remember that and then and then my buddy brian who was the youngest brother uh for the keatings for christmas he played it where he got the coleco vision
0: oh i forgot about the. so we had
1: access to atari and television and ColecoVision.
0: That's totally Those were,
1: We were living, we were living the dream in the yeah. neighborhood.
0: I was kind of in a competition with my, my next door neighbor. This kid Paul lived next door. Yeah. He had uh, uh, what was it called? Odyssey Two. Oh, it, I remember. It was Odyssey. it was like Pong with but the a, paddles. Right, but a, a little, little bit bad. better than Pong. Yeah. And so I got the Atari. So I was like, take
1: that, bitch! Atari was yeah. the Atari was the you had Atari. You were big stuff back there. Like oh. eighty
0: one. Dude, you have no idea how cool oh, that was, and, and, then, you know, and the way you got like the carpal tunnel syndrome oh. you know, playing with that that joystick.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, w- I got that. I didn't have an Atari. But yeah, yay! a couple, a couple years later. Uh, yeah, 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 once you're in high school, that's different. But but uh, <laughs> but, but the the uh, the other thing was then when Nintendo came out. That was big stuff. That was like 86
0: maybe somewhere yeah, around see, there. Yeah, I was, I was already in college out. by that point. That was out of the, I was Sega out of the loop. Sega
1: came out when I was going into college, which was like the jump from Atari to Nintendo. But when Nintendo came out, they had Zelda, and it was the first video game that actually could save your game. Oh, yeah. And that was huge That's because huge. what we used to do is we'd have a sleepover because we were going to beat the game, mm-hmm. and we would just be sitting there trying to beat the game, and you'd leave the console. we, we got to go to church. It's Sunday. Leave it on don't anybody turn it off and then eventually you know the father I'm would, gonna lose my top score yeah like the father would come in and turn off the thing and you'd be
0: like what did you do that <laughs> hey, is all my work for the whole weekend I've got the highest score in the yep. world on Qbert and you wanna turn the TV off
1: yeah and then when the, the technology to save your game with Zelda came it was like oh this is the best <laughs> I, I I,
0: yeah well, yeah, that's a good time yeah. but Ezekiel Elliott is with the Patriots yes yeah, ultimately <laughs> I mean, that's what that's what attention important.
1: deficit disorder will do for you right there. <laughs>
0: 626 on Rock 102. Way to hire. It's 628 with Bax Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock Two and Molly the intern. Everyone is here today. It's all uh, uh I just got a message from uh, the Hawkman. Oh, what did the Hawkman have to say? He wanted to uh, let us know that Ezekiel Elliott had an ankle injury and a groin injury last year. Well, look at the Hawkman taking inventory yeah. of everybody else's injuries. Oh, just point... <laughs> He who should uh, cast the first stone, Hawkman. Yeah, no kidding. You're looking yeah. at everyone how everybody else's medical calamities are stacking up.
1: You know what? To that extent, though, Bill Belichick. He'd probably sign Hawkman to approve a
0: deal. <laughs> <laughs> you, you said he loves giving people a second <laughs> he, he chance. Does, he does. <laughs> but I even think that uh, the Hawkman may have aged out of the NFL at he, this point. At this point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be the problem, right there. The yeah, age. it's just—it's the age. It's the age. That's it. It's maybe too old. Oh it's—he's uh, <laughs> not quite as old as Brady, but you know, for yeah, uh, position it's, players, you know, it's—it's it's, it's a totally different deal. It's 629. News is next to Rock 102. 632 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni and uh, Molly the intern. It's time for news brought to you by Noonan Energy, reliable service for heating, cooling, electrical, and plumbing. Check them out at Noonan.com. Uh not exactly the happiest day in news. Two people are dead and three children under the age of thirteen taken to the hospital following a shooting on Berkshire Avenue yesterday afternoon. Hamden County District Attorney Anthony Galuni declined to call the crime a murder-suicide but called it a homicide and said the suspect is dead. Police were called to a two-family home, uh, 174 Berkshire Avenue, around 2.40 yesterday afternoon to find the crime. They taped off the home and two houses on either side. Uh, the victim who uh, who died at the scene was described as an adult woman. Galuni did not explain the relationship between the woman and and the children but law enforcement officials later said it was the grandmother and who was babysitting while the parents were at work three children were brought to the hospital two suffered gunshot wounds and at least one girl is critically injured while the other suffered serious gunshot injuries uh the young youngest child a boy who was not shot uh but was brought to the hospital to be examined uh at least one child was in surgery in critical condition and had been airlifted to boston for uh, for further care uh galuni was tight-lipped at a press conference uh with the uh, deputy chief lawrence acres and dom sarno saying that the shooting is in the early stages of its investigation they're still trying to sort out uh the information the man responsible for the shooting died allegedly of a self-inflicted gunshot wound according to uh to law enforcement and the man also shot and killed the family dog uh the shooting comes on the heels of a violent weekend in springfield that saw two people die on saturday the city is broken uh, at least a 24 uh, annual homicide rate with at least 23 deaths already this year uh, the governor was in town uh, actually in the area yesterday she was in uh, holyoke three years after uh, the covid 19 outbreak of the holyoke soldiers home resulted in at least 76 veteran deaths uh, and they are now talking about a 483 million dollar facility that will house 234 long-term care beds for the state's medically vulnerable veteran population that's according to a uh, governor healy's office uh, the new home is expected to be completed in the summer of 2028 and, uh, 234 beds, eight stories. Each floor will have three houses with 12 beds, each communal spaces, uh, nursing support. Uh, there will be options for residents to have roommates, but you know, in the old building, you were having as many as five people That's in a why single there was room. That's
1: so much, uh, the COVID outbreak, right? That's exactly
0: it. be a 350,000 square foot building, It'll hold a chapel and the campus will be including outdoor gardens, a memorial uh, highlighting the veterans who died during the pandemic and a pavilion to host physical and occupational therapy sessions. So it's good to, kn- to know that uh, they're finally going to invest real money uh, in this facility because, yeah, that was a good deal of the problem is that it had been right you know, between this and the soldiers home in Chelsea which was a smaller facility. Chelsea got all the uh, the extra funding. Holyoke got nothing.
1: It's one of those things that always bothered me that uh, it seems like the veterans, like we asked so much of them, and then we just dropped the ball with stuff like that. You know what I mean? These people who served, like they should they should be taken care of. They absolutely should be life, taken care of. You know?
0: And, you know, I mean, I, I listen, I, I don't want to, you know, you know I don't want to sound too opinionated here, but, you know, everyone wants to point fingers at this. You know, who's right. responsible? You know, you've heard him point fingers at the doctor. You've heard him point fingers at the at the nursing situation or or, you know, uh, or Bennett Walsh or some right. sort of uh, you know administrative issue. The issue really boils down to the state of Massachusetts that refused to or the put money government. into this. Or know, the, right. Or the federal Ex- government. You know. Exactly. That it, kind of money should have been going to this facility all along, so you would not have these kinds of problems. So that they could actually care for the people who who were in there,
1: I always, I always wonder. You know, uh, that's the whole point of government, right? Is to is to work for its people. And you see some of the money that gets spent on like wacky stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? That no one's asking for. You know, uh, in Chickabee, they did a thing that was a big, it was a big, it was a big to do. But they did like a bike path in the downtown area where they had a grant and they put up this thing for this bike path i think everyone's problem was like everyone was like no one asked for it you know what i mean no one, no but like i think everyone would agree that like taking care of veterans is a real good idea yeah well
0: you know they uh, they worked hard for us the right. least we could do is show some level of right. uh, appreciation to them
1: so it's good that we're it's good that we're doing that i guess
0: yeah you know? and, and uh you know it sounds like the uh the new facility will be uh will be a pretty decent one Uh, The governor has been uh, pretty busy over the last couple of days. Uh, She declared or reiterated a state of emergency after Massachusetts shelter system reaches full capacity for migrants. In a letter to the uh, U.S. secretary, the governor is adding shelters every week, currently seeking $45 million each month on programs for these families and create more space. But it's getting difficult to meet the rapid demand. The governor talked to uh, 22 News yesterday about her next steps to house migrants in the state. Uh, and she said uh, the need for expedited authorization to get these migrants, uh, these migrants working. We continue to see significant numbers to whom we all want to work and continue to uh, to be challenged in efforts to ha- uh, challenge in the efforts to have them. Uh, there is housing in at least 80 communities throughout the Commonwealth. Healy is uh, fully committed to funding programs to house migrant workers in the state. But she emphasizes that the uh, the public uh, to, to the public, that these migrants are here to work. That's you know what she's really pointing out that's not people looking to just you know lead off the system they sure. want to contribute and uh, and actually get to uh, you know get you know work while they're here uh let's see here this is uh this is interesting uh a new study has ranked the best states in the country in which to live uh the personal finance website wallet hub so you know it's a scientific sur- uh, survey Release, Wallet Hub, Wallet Hub okay. released their 2023 list and indicated that Massachusetts ranked number one on the list of 50 states in which to live. Now, the determining factor in their rankings reported a uh, metrics uh, using the cost of living, types of attractions, weather, recreational opportunities, education, and safety. And Massachusetts overall uh, was eighth. In percent of uh, population in poverty. Okay. So we're doing we're looking good there. All right. Uh thirteenth in income growth. Okay. First in percentage of issue of insured population. Well, yeah, that's because the mass government
1: health. requires well, and the government requires everyone to get yeah. in mass, yeah. Okay. Second uh
0: uh percent of adults in fair or poor health okay okay so we're doing all right there so sorry about that yep i moved the needle on that one i'm sure (laughs) that's right you're my bad you're busting the curve my bad uh and 10th in restaurants per capita Uh, other states among the top five including new jersey number two new hampshire new york and number four and wyoming at number five
1: i mean there's nothing more you and i like to do than talk about restaurants
0: well, you know what? Uh, we have a share of restaurants in the state, but you know, uh, so does every other state in America. You know, people sure. all across this country have to eat and do. You know,
1: uh, this is a restaurant unrelated note, but to this story, yeah, because um, they're opening one in Massachusetts. I don't know where, but I saw the the headline when I was going through news uh, the other week. Because even when I'm not here now, I shuffle through the news like I'm gonna somehow be called upon to talk about a story, and. Uh, the Sally's Pizza,
0: yes, from New
1: Haven, yeah, are branching out. There's Sally's locations now. They're making them in Connecticut. Well, now Pepe's has
0: been has been uh,
1: Pepe's is ahead of the curve. They've yeah. already got them. They've already got a couple of masks or whatever. But now Sally's is coming to Mass. So uh, last Tuesday, they did a show down in Stamford, Connecticut, and my buddy Joe uh, Garrix, my old podcast host, it was his show, and he's like, "Hey, why don't you come down early and meet me at Sally's?" And I was like, "Oh, well, where?" And he was like in Stanford. I'm like they have a location. So he's brand new. They just opened. I went in there with a real, uh, you know, critical eye because yeah. the pizza better tastes like Sally's Pizza does on Worcester Street there in New Haven. Unbelievable experience. Really, unbelievable. I as good. What exactly? You know, or or not much different. Really. Sometimes the Peppies can be a little bit over the map. It's still always good everywhere you go. But sometimes you you get like a Peppies. In Manchester, it won't take taste sometimes as good as the peppies at Mohegan, or which won't sometimes taste as good as the peppies at New Haven. Although I've had, I mean, listen, I'll eat peppies anywhere. It's great. It's yeah, a great piece. But I'll tell you what, the Sally's what a job.
0: You know, I don't know if it's an intentional uh, thing, but I rarely go to New Haven uh, for recreation no. uh, or fun. You I don't know. Do, my my the the bulk of my new haven experience over the last 25 years has been the train station yeah or to return things to ikea and that's pretty much that's it you never just go
1: down and get yourself some ghost guns and a slice
0: (laughs) (laughs) consider the ghost guns but um but we've got them right up here and i'd I'd rather buy local but uh you like
1: ikea do you like the you like going to the ikea
0: i if i've got something specific Buy like for example, when I uh, was uh, stocking up my sad divorce guy apartment in Chicopee, oh, you um, I could have gone to any number of discount furniture s- retailers, sure. Um, but there's just something about vague instructions and an Allen wrench. Sweden that was sa- calling. <laughs> it says to me, I- "I've I've got to go Scandinavian and I've <laughs> got to go to IKEA if uh, for no other reasons but for the Swedish meatballs well, uh, at, at, the, uh, at, the, uh, at the at the at the food court." So uh, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, I bought some bedding. Uh, I bought some uh, a couple of chairs uh, from IKEA.
1: Oh yeah, I there's nothing about going in that store that appeals to me because I, uh, I I always get lost. I can't even get out. But the only thing that appeals to me is I like the meatballs. Yeah, and I get that uh, that stuff. What do they call that? stuff? The little
0: lingonberries. A lingonberry
1: sauce. Yeah, that's good stuff. I get some of that lingonberry that good. and uh, my meatballs.
0: Yeah, I love it. That's but but as far as going down to New Haven, yeah. f- for the fun and thrill of going to New Haven, no, no, not your thing. No, we've been talking about it. Let's like you know Let's let's, let's stop being you know resistant and let's just go down there and and, and grab a pie. And have and, an open mind. Have an open mind. You know because I mean listen, you know, there's plenty of great pizza places around the area. Yeah, you know, that I'm all happy with. You know, I'm all happy with going there. But you know sometimes you want to. You want to make a big deal out of it and maybe spending a day in New Haven sounds like a great thing to do.
1: I used to go down because uh, Joker's Wild Comedy Club was in New Haven. Oh, a yeah. uh, friend of the show Pat Oates that was he that was his he place. ran that, yeah. Um, and uh, it was fun. It was owned by a guy who may or may not have ran a motorcycle gang. Uh, it was a it was a but it was a cool little comedy club. Yeah. And it was right on Worcester Street right there in the little little Italy area. And the first few times I went down, it didn't. I didn't even know anything about the lay of the land. I barely even knew about Pepe's Pizza, you know, but it Damn. was right down the block. But I was like, one day I told my buddy, I go, oh, I go, you got to go with me over to this pizza place across the street. It's really good pizza. Yeah. He's like, wow, this is good pizza. So then my cousin shows up at the show. My cousin's like, uh, he's like, uh, do you eat yet? And I said, yeah, you know, I already ate across the street. And he goes, oh, you went to Sally's? I said, oh, you know it? He looked at me like, "Yeah, you idiot." <laughs> Everyone in Connecticut knows it. It's like the best pizza. It's right. Like Pepe's and Sally's is the best pizza. And I was like, "Oh!" And then from that point on, I learned that that little area, that little block, is kind of like uh, it's a it's a cool place. You can go down yeah. there and hang out. Yeah. You, 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 uh, uh, you should go down on a Sunday afternoon or something. I know. Yeah.
0: You know, here we are. You know, we you know, we'll we'll drive an hour and fifteen minutes up to Vermont. We'll drive two hours to 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 New Hampshire. Did you ever go to Vermont? But, but deli? Uh, been to the Vermont Country Store. It's in Brattleboro. Uh, no, not to the deli. Okay. No. Well, you, but 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 the idea is... of driving an hour, is like fifty six minutes to New Haven, seems to be oh god, why would I want to do that? Well, I gotta tell you,
1: I learned about the Vermont Country Deli because uh, Nuno, uh, my my buddy who owns View Street, uh, Nuno mm-hmm. and Ed, he had the Instagram of it. He had he brought in some of the Vermont Country Deli. So then I started looking at Instagram, and I was like, you know what? I'm stopping there. The next time I'm uh, on my way north, going through Vermont. Okay, did not,
0: did not disappoint. Really, oh, my lived God. up to the expectations. Amazing,
1: right. amazing. It's
0: worth the drive. All right. Well, I'll have to, uh, I'll have to reconsider that. Yep. Uh, the Piner Valley forecast: rainy today, uh, remaining cloudy this afternoon. A high of 73 tonight. Clouds, more showers. A low of 65 tomorrow. Mostly cloudy and a high of 78. It's mornings on Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 652. And the Eagles with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's gonna be uh well, the uh, the weather rainy today. Uh it's gonna remain cloudy through this afternoon, and the rain kicks up again uh late this afternoon, throughout the evening, uh high of seventy-three, lowest sixty-five, and it's currently excuse me, sixty-eight degrees right now in downtown Springfield. Uh let me see here. Uh uh Oh yeah, I want to mention this. Uh, Backstage musical podcast oh, this yeah? week. Uh, great response so far. Early on for Andy Chernoff. he is the uh, the Columbus of punk rock.
1: That's my favorite.
0: That's <laughs> yeah, what the, a tagline that is. It's a great tagline. He was the uh, he was the the lead singer, guitarist, and uh, primary songwriter for the band called the Dictators. And the Dictators were uh, like pre uh, Ramones, pre Patty Smith, pre Television, pre all of that stuff. It's a great band. They had a couple of albums in the in the seventies. In fact, on one of their records, uh, Bruce Springsteen sings backup. Really? Yes. Bruce Springsteen was an enormous fan of, of the, the dictators. dictators. Huh. Great, tuneful, funny, just wonderful records. And so again, I talked to Andy. Sir, sure enough, uh, on the podcast, were
1: they New Jersey? Were they like a New Jersey based? Uh... No, they
0: were. They were New York. Okay definitely new yorkers in fact they they were upstate new york and then uh initially and then came down to the city and, and that's where things really cooked
1: because i when i was telling you when i was in jersey i went to the east street uh museum for bruce springsteen yeah uh, and it's just a raised ranch it's like where they started and, it, and his house there or whatever um but i didn't realize this but they were so supportive of the music scene did you know that when Bon Jovi was in high school, John Bon Jovi, his band was already playing out in bars and everything? Yeah. And that Bruce Springsteen used to go to the shows and jump up on stage with him? Oh, really? When he was like 16, 17 years old. He was friends with Bruce Springsteen. That's that's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Can like, you imagine that? Can you imagine being that guy? Like, I still feel, and, you know, it's cool that I know Aaron now and everything, but, like, I still feel lucky that I used to be able to go watch uh, uh, Aaron and uh, Chris Bellini play at breakers in west springfield on wednesday it was five dollars <laughs> and here here's watching this guy who's like became the biggest rock star in the world for a while yeah you would just be watch him do singing covers and you know hanging out it was like five bucks on a wednesday yeah. like it was, a, it was amazing can you imagine that you used to be able to go out on a wednesday and watch bruce springsteen and john bon jovi just jamming
0: you know uh i there there was a time when you know you could go see a, like a show like around the, the Great Lakes region where like uh, the band would be there used to be this place in uh, I think it was Kenosha Wisconsin
1: Kenosha
0: called the Brat Stop okay it <laughs> literally get more stereotypical You couldn't uh, you couldn't the but the band that would that would show up like and play every week yeah. unannounced was Cheap Trick that's yeah, it was, that's they were cool. like the house band for That's this place, because so they would they would drive up from Rockford, they go to from Rockford, Illinois to uh, to Kenosha, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and, they, and they would play there all the time. This is like you know pre-fame, uh, so cheap brilliant. trick. But they were they loved that place so much they keep going back all the time and would play shows completely unannounced. And Cheap Trick would just suddenly show up at the Brat Stop. Look at look at Molly just looking at us like we have two heads because she's like,
1: what? Who are these bands?
0: These are bands who are older than your father.
2: I know John Bon Jovi and I know Bruce Springsteen.
0: You do? Really? Yes.
1: Now, what do you listen to for music?
0: Taylor Swift.
2: No.
1: No?
0: Wow. Okay, so but like- You had a problem with T.T.? With, with I don't, I don't, don't like have Tee? a problem. You
2: like Tay-Tay? I, okay, so I don't dislike her. I just think it's like a little annoying at this point.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. I'll Be it that way. Go on.
1: <laughs> Go on. You've peaked our interest. Go what,
0: on. But Before you start, wouldn't it be hilarious if you find out that Molly's listening to like death metal in her, in her spare the, time? The, that that would be, That's what I was going to get to. Like, that'd be awesome. I wonder what-
1: Okay, so what do you listen to then?
2: Well, I was told that Bax is going to make fun of me for this. I'm a big country music fan-
0: Oh now This conversation's over pretty quick. Okay, (laughs) yeah,
1: I'm I'm
2: going to see Morgan Wallen tomorrow night at Fenway.
0: Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, Fenway's.
1: That's a. I mean, you go. It's like baseball. No one goes to see the Red Sox and they're doing bad, but you go to Fenway. (laughs) So you know, even if uh, Morgan Wallen stinks, uh, you're gonna gonna have a good experience. Yeah, I'm
0: not. I'm not a big. uh, I'm not a big country guy. I'm a, a, you know, maybe like the old cowboy stuff is still acceptable. Like a Johnny Cash, I could listen to a Johnny Cash. I
1: like old, yeah, some old country, but I, the new country, I can listen to it now in the right environment. If I'm sitting at a lake house, yeah, I can listen to some guy and be like my rocking chair or whatever. Be like, <laughs> yeah, okay, but it's so formulaic now to me that sometimes it just gets me. It's it. Because it feels like it's just selling this Americana.
0: Molly, are you gonna get, let him get away with that? Go, ahead, <laughs> yeah, yeah, go yeah. after him! Go after him! Let <laughs> him get away no, it's, with that, it's jump. Good that you
1: I'm, not, I'm not. So you, at least it's music. It is. This is you got. We gotta. We gotta extend the olive branch. Sure. Um, to <laughs> well, our <laughs> fellow country listeners. Um, at least it's music. It's being played on instruments. It's not. <laughs> do, 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 boom, boom, you know with the drum pad and the chicka, 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 and right. the DJ thing. You know it's a, it's it's. Do you listen it, to the EDM. Is that your thing? Definitely not. No, no. Right, no? That's, no, good. no that's good. That's right.
0: good. Well, yeah, the thing is, listen. Yeah, uh, you know, who am I to impose any sort of judgment on your crummy music? That is not what <laughs> I want to do. I think that, <laughs> that would be insulting very and disrespectful. Judgy, the, the what? You no, that. no, not judgy <laughs> at all. Judgy. No, I'm not going to sit here and be like pretentious about the things that I listen. Oh, you're
2: to. not pretentious at all no. about your your. You know, unknown bands from the 70s (laughs) that is just so underground. You got to listen to Baxi's musical podcast to know who they are.
0: The the general manager of this place, who your dad replaced, loved the Dictators. (laughs) Loved them. That's true. He was a big fan of them.
1: Do you think Dave knows about the Dictators?
0: I don't really know. Unless, no, I probably not.
1: Probably not. <laughs>
0: probably not. But still, uh, check that out on all the uh, the uh, current uh, podcasting platforms. All brought to you by ZM Home Buyers. Znmhomes.com. There you go.
1: That was a really solid, pretty point. smooth, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. I might, I might, I might last in this business. Hey, hey, Molly, who are your f- axes? View from the couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters. Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger wood-fired grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, here's something somewhat notable. The New England Patriots have gone and locked up free agent running back Ezekiel Elliott to a one-year contract after spending his entire seven-year long career saddled with the Dallas Cowboys. In signing with the Patriots, Zeke gets a $3 million base salary, a $1 million signing bonus, plus he'll have the potential of earning an additional $2 million with incentives. And having done the complicated mathematical equation twice, this one-year contract could pay him as much as $6 million. Go ahead, check my work. Now at one point, Ezekiel Elliott was the most feared running back in football. Three-time Pro Bowl selection has been blasting through defenses for years, posting 1,000-yard seasons three times during his career. And is expected to be a compliment to Raimondi Stevenson when the regular season begins in just a couple of weeks. But the question has to be, how much does this guy still have left in the tank? Last year, by comparison, Elliott posted the worst numbers of his career, going from 1,000 to yards, 1,002 yards in 2021, to 876 last season. Does that really mean anything? Hard to tell. All I can tell you is that the average career for an NFL running back is about 2.75 seasons uh, for a full career. Ezekiel Elliott has lasted three times that long. But if you're looking to add depth to your offense, your offense by adding a guy who can pass protect catch a football and still bulldoze his way through a few yards at a time and you can get him without screwing up the salary cap well then that's a damn good signing and for those of you who are hoping the Patriots would land a top tier free agent during the preseason this one should be enough to shut you up for a minute or two personally I like the move for the Patriots even in a down year Ezekiel Elliott is still a great player better yet he actually appears to be excited to be here Will he be excited when the contract expires a year from now? How about we worry about next year when it happens? You know, that way we can uh, see what he can still do at 28 years old, other than, other than getting ahead of ourselves. But hey, never mind, of sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. The paint and stains come in cans. The know-how and service comes in person. That's why you go to Rockies for paints and stains. Good people, paint people, and rock-solid service in the paint department at every Rockies Ace Hardware location. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic, classic. Rock. Back, back, back down. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7:11, and Tom Petty with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni and uh, <laughs> Molly the, Molly the, the Interns. Intern. What's her name? Sorry about that and on Rock 102. It's going to be rainy today uh, and then cloudy this afternoon and the rain just kicks back in into gear tonight. Highest seventy three, lowest sixty five, again, sixty-eight degrees right now in downtown Springfield. How are we doing on the TikToks?
2: We're doing great. We're at nine hundred and forty eight followers. Jeez. I gotta
0: tell you. Uh, Fifty two away from us dancing backs. What do we uh, what do we start off at yesterday?
2: Yesterday we started at like eight hundred and thirty three, I think.
0: Right. And the and the week before that, when when you started with the with Steve and I, it was like before we started
2: with Steve with you and Steve, it was at three hundred and seventy eight.
0: Wow. Think about that. That's explosive growth. That is.
2: It's huge. It's crazy. I can see the the graph of it just shooting up. That means
1: you're doing a good job. This is how you can justify your summer. It's spent...
0: Yeah, doing constructive.
2: Been stuff. Been well spent making you, know, you guys do TikToks. Well, you know the,
0: the average age of uh, people working in this building is uh, it's advanced over the years. I have
1: TikTok. You say we're not the TikTok wheelhouse over here. Uh, you
0: know, it's it's uh, as much as you would think it would be. You know, yeah, between yeah. like you know the forty and fifty year olds who work sure. here, you'd think that uh, we'd latch on. Yeah, uh, yeah. but uh, you know, we haven't had somebody who kind of understands all that stuff. That's what i'm here for that's what you, that's what you're here for and it, it's uh, it's you're you're coming around on this thing and i think you're forcing us to come around i am so
1: for those listening uh i i to try to help uh motivate to hit your goal volunteered poor backs and myself that we would do a TikTok dance if you hit a thousand followers,
2: and people are taking that very seriously, people are commenting how close yeah. we are to a thousand, but, how we got to get there before I'm done. But I they made a caveat too I need to
1: hit 3,000 on my Instagram, and you know, it's slow going. I still have 30 there. So, backs, I have to get 30 on my Instagram. She has to get. 52 on her TikTok, right we might not be dancing
0: you know we might be all right i don't know uh marty first of all you you kind of stuck us out there I you did. know putting I us did. in a position where <laughs> we're going <laughs> to <Good>. have to <laughs> cut some serious rug
1: <laughs> unenviable position
0: yeah so i mean there's uh there's that to think about but uh you know i mean Listen, if we if, if that's what it's going to take to push this thing along, then that's right. just what it's going to have to be. Got to be company guys. People are
2: excited to see you dance. So okay. if you want to see Bax and Marty dance, go you, follow Rock102 on man. TikTok. Le-
1: let me tell you, you have never seen anything like Bax and I dance. I'm know? sure I haven't. We are coordinated. Um no, not uh, not really so much. No. 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 You know what we should do? We should do like
0: some sort of uh <laughs> There was one night <laughs> Hold on, I hate to interrupt. Uh there was one night that my wife and I went out dancing. Oh, you did? You guys yeah, made a thing. We're not a we're not a big dancing couple. Okay. Well we we're, were out one night and we're at some uh, some club, I don't even remember the name of it. We're out the one night and I'm dancing. You know, I'm, yeah. uh, I'm shaking my uh, legs <laughs> from oh, Seinfeld. Listen, uh, it was kind of like a dry heave set to music. <laughs> I, was, I, I was told by my wife, could you please never do that again? And I'm like, well, what did I do wrong? He's like, you're dancing like an old man. I am an old oh, man. Yeah. That's that's as that's as good as these hips and knees will allow me to do. Look, I, mean, I
2: don't want to put any pressure on you guys, but I was a competitive dancer for 15 years. Really?
1: Really? Yes. No kidding. What did you take? Tap, jazz, ballet, all of it, all yep. of that stuff, oh, all of gosh. it.
0: Now, when you say competitive, did it get like real nasty? Do you ever yeah. like you know, elbow oh. somebody or you whack him in the kneecaps with a metal stick? Take him out before the big recital. Yeah. Right.
2: There were definitely thoughts of that. Um, but no, never, it never actually got physical, but dance girls are the worst.
0: Yeah, no <laughs> they kidding. They are so mean. You know what's worse than dance girls? Dance moms. Dance moms. You ever watch that horrible show? I love that show. You ever uh, see that? Dance moms? I think
1: maybe. Or maybe
0: it was the- Abby no, Lee Miller.
1: and Tiaras is the one I was thinking it's
0: of. It's the most abuse. you know what it is? It's glorified child abuse on television. It really. is. It,
2: it is. And those girls have actually since come out. They're all like in intensive therapy over course. the things that happened to them there and because, things like that.
0: Because not only was that that Abby Miller a nutcase, the moms were every bit as worse.
2: They they were they were so bad because they wanted their kids to be the star and they were willing to like uh, take them out of school for their eight year old to be the best dancer. I
0: my kids were watching that for a while and I and. Uh, Yeah, I'd be watching some of the uh, these episodes with them. I I would find my my blood boiling. Like, why is this even allowed to be filmed before anybody? Yeah, why are they doing this?
2: People who aren't involved in the dance world think it's much worse than people who are involved in the dance world honestly i was watching it with my boyfriend and he really kind of was like showed me like how horrible it actually is because i'm just always like oh yeah she's a mean dance teacher like she's extreme but dance teachers are like that but no she really
0: is i'm so glad that my kids uh, followed in my footsteps when it came to dancing non-dancing yeah they're not dancers they just they're they're not interested
1: i okay so this is a this is a so as a competitive dancer when TikTok came out, were you like, this is my, this is my chance.
2: So actually at my last studio, my junior and senior year, I taught a TikTok hip hop class. So we would do TikToks That's so funny. and dance class. I made, I made an account for the studio and everything, or I didn't make it, but I, I was, um, you know, running it and I had, like, it was mostly like seven and eight year olds, but they oh, loved perfect. it. Oh, Let's
1: get those seven <laughs> and eight year olds out of their hip hop TikTok. And
2: we would, we would learn a TikTok dance and then we would mash them all together for the recital. Wow it was actually really successful it was surprising to me i thought kind of like okay you really want to put this in your business but it was i had to teach like three classes of it because so many kids wanted to do it
1: were the classes
0: 30 seconds long
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> see that was the problem the dances were yeah. and then i wouldn't know what to do with the seven and eight year olds so I, think, I
0: think it'd be great if you get like uh, if you get uh, you know like dan williams to dance or yeah. coombs or something like that that'd <laughs> be great.
1: <laughs> get, you know what? I'm going to volunteer them. Yeah, if we, get to, if we can we get hit the numbers, then
0: those guys got to do it instead. I got two Pat Kelly
2: to dance at the wing thing this weekend. Yeah,
0: but yeah, oh, you know, but you, Pat Kelly will do anything if you tell him to. <laughs> he's he, he's easily motivated. But uh, so so your Instagram numbers were what? What do you? How many people I, are following you?
1: I, oh, let me go to my Instagram right now. Let's see. It it moves every morning though. These people are great. I had someone follow me and message me to tell me yes to the vermont deli they drive up every week
0: okay that's good
1: which is good i had a bunch follow me about costco which i'm still you know open to if anyone else has any other suggestions of the best deals at costco please uh, let me know i am at 2970 so i'm almost wow you're you're more than i am but i don't really like i do stuff on my instagram but not i'm not very active that's what i was going to ask you so you're you're obviously of the age that you're the social media guru in the room what apps do you feel like the kids your age are using most is it tiktok it's like
2: definitely tiktok it's just a wonderful waste of time is mm-hmm. instagram
1: reels like even register to you guys or is yeah not so really?
2: yes it is kind of a joke that instagram reels are like two weeks behind tiktok trends. okay so um Oh my gosh, the TikTok is at 970 now. Sorry, oh, it just it boy. just refreshed. See?
0: Oh boy! <laughs> how, how are you doing on your MySpace numbers? Yeah.
2: You know I can't say I've ever had are you a MySpace. Friend of Tom? Are
0: yeah. You you friend of Tom? Yeah. Ever do ever do the vines? The, the, the old <laughs> Vi- Vine videos.
2: The vines. I was maybe nine when Vine was no longer a thing.
1: <laughs> oh, you missed it. <laughs> You missed the, so the I, golden yeah. years of Vine. Ah, uh, the gold the golden years those of social eight months media were beautiful.
0: Yeah, Vine, Google Plus, Friendster. I could have gone on all those oh, things. Oh, Friendster. Good stuff. I never.
1: I never. Got I on don't that. even know what that is. Okay, here's one for you. Uh, what what uh, if you have to choose between uh, Twitter, which is now X, right? Yes. Or Instagram Threads.
2: So I just got Threads. I don't know much about it. I don't even know if my account is set up, but I just got it. Okay. I just think Twitter is kind of a mess.
1: Yeah, you're not like, a Twitter person.
2: Uh, not, not too
0: much. No.
1: Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I I stopped being active on Twitter when everyone got
0: canceled on Twitter. I can't be consistent on uh, Twitter. I can't. Yeah, you know, it's like I'll I'll do it every now and then, but yeah, it, it, like it's it, it's garbage. It's, but now it's, we, it lived, is. We're, we're it's Facebook a age. Back you guys our are.
1: Facebook age. So so to you guys, us saying Facebook is hilarious. That'd be like when we were growing up. Uh, someone being like, "Are you a car person?" Be like, "Yeah, big K car, big Reliant K car."
2: <laughs> I have Facebook. I just don't use it, but it's. I just. It's kind of like what my parents used to reconnect people they went to high school with yeah like, well that's, that's sweet. oh yeah. my yeah, we gosh did that. this person i haven't talked to since 1982 just friended me on facebook oh man that that's is a, i feel that's, like that's, that's what facebook that's, is that was a whole appeal of a, it.
1: look at this bex i just <laughs> <laughs> aged did you see this gray hair just come in right now oh as yeah she said that yeah oh that's terrible yeah well I mean, i'm feeling 900 years old now. is there now, any but, apps that you see on the horizon that's a good question right
2: i think threads will be really big i feel like twitter is well, Twitter's bothering me right now because the like um logo of the app on the outside is X, but everything in Twitter
1: still the bird is
2: still Twitter.
0: Okay. Yeah, they <laughs> just changed the outside sign. Not That's the bothering yeah, me. I'm not, I'm not buying the whole X thing. I think this is the Elon Musk's way oh, of trying to wait, destroy it. It, is a it question absolutely for you. is. Elon
1: Musk is going to fight Mark Zuckerberg. Who wins?
2: That's a good question. I think
1: uh, This is a trick. I feel
2: like is it? Is there a right answer? Yeah,
1: there's a definite right answer. Go ahead.
2: Oh, I'm not updated enough on this then. I was gonna Don't s- overthink it. Just well, go Well, now I'm God. overthinking it. I've seen stuff about Mark Zuckerberg training for it.
1: Jiu-jitsu, yes. So yeah.
2: I feel like he'll probably win, and Elon Musk is going to be like,
1: here's, he cheated. I, I, here's who wins. All of us. <laughs> because we get to watch billionaires get punched in the face. <laughs> yeah, that is that is satisfying.
0: I say uh, if, if it's a steel cage death match, it's going to be Musk. I, got the height advantage got the uh, the arm length he does he is squir I
2: feel like he will fight dirty
1: but to win they'll, they'll
0: both fight dirty they'll be pulling hair and you know gouging each other's eyes that's out That's
1: is, is I think was musk born in Israel too
0: that's a good question
1: because now you get into a a, a, a see and by the way full disclosure uh we don't ever talk about it on the show but I would love to uh, if anyone ever wants to talk about it uh I, I was uh, heavily involved in the MMA community because I was a ring announcer for years. For, you were a
0: punching bag, uh, weren't
1: premier you? Premier fighting championship. How, you were
0: you, you were a speed bag. No,
1: no, no. But I was the guy being like, ladies and gentlemen, weigh in, 204 pounds. You know, I was that guy. Yeah. And for years and years. So I I I learned a lot about jiu-jitsu and about those things. And when I was a younger kid, I, I did a little bit of uh Kempo back in the day. But uh, the, the, um, the question becomes, jiu-jitsu... I mean, I, there are guys who are jiu-jitsu experts, backs that are 125 pounds that could kill you and I at the same time, basically.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: Um, so size isn't always the big determiner when it comes to jiu-jitsu. Yeah. However, if Musk is from Israel and he's learned Krav Maga. Krav Maga? Mm-hmm. It, is, uh, it was an Israeli-based martial art, which is when she said fight dirty, I was like, oh, it's, it's designed to be brutally... Like you don't see people fighting.
0: This is this one of those things where you can like pull someone's eyes out? Uh, yeah, like I was through, just gonna like say the, like, like, is that.
2: fish hooking allowed, or are there yes, like rules yeah. in this?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's no real rules. The guys is strictly self defense. It's but i mean, like, like, you
0: could grab somebody's spine and like, you're like you're like you're like you're starting a lawnmower. Yeah, pr- pretty much. Yeah. Or,
1: or just uh, you can watch those videos online. Of it. There's a great one of uh, Green Beret. Uh, fighting uh, one of these special forces soldiers from a different uh, a different country. Yeah, yeah. They're doing, like, a cross-training thing, and the guy's like, this guy's this, and the, and the guy's like, all right, cool. And they go, ready, set, fight. And the green braid just takes two fingers like this, crosses them, and just pokes the guy right in the eye, like, real hard, though. Like, right at the guy just goes, ah, yeah. and falls down. I was watching just these walks away.
0: great martial arts uh, videos from, like, uh, I don't know, like the 30s or 40s or whatever the hell it was. These three guys, right? Yeah. And uh, I believe two of them were brothers. Anyway, but uh, they would do things like uh, they would fight all the time. Yeah. Uh, One would like poke each other. poke the other in the eyes mm-hmm. uh one would take like a saw and run it down his that skull is the, uh... and then uh, there was one thing where you hold your hand out right and then the other guy would slap the hand and it would come all the way around like your, your, your wheelhouse style and then they
1: clunk the guy right in the top of the head that is the ancient japanese art of stooge foo god so, yes <laughs> that's what i thought yes three stooge foo i believe that was, i'll tell you what those guys were relentless Do you know what though there is uh massachusetts based uh one, one of the most exciting uh, UFC fighters of all time is a guy named Joe Lozon who's uh, Massachusetts from your neck of the woods actually yeah I think. and he and his brother Danny who used to fight for us they they got into March they would the, the the family would set up their folding chairs on the front lawn of their house there's mm-hmm. videos on YouTube you can watch this and they would just go out it and have full-on. MMA matches right on the front lawn in the neighborhood with the neighborhood watching them. And they would just beat the living bag out of each other.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've I've seen Joe Lozon. I know what yeah. he looks like. He's the kind of guy that you just have to look at him. You know, the only thing this guy really knows how to do, his only real true marketable <laughs> yeah. skill, is beating the living bejesus <laughs> out of people. But
1: he's the nicest guy. Like, so when his brother would fight with us, you know, I would be in the cage. I was, I'm the last person to leave the cage before they fight, which right. is really a weird feeling when you're in there because... You can feel the tension. You can feel all of it, and you're just like, all right. then the cage door (laughs) clinks, and you're like, thank God I'm out of there. I am such a – I am the closest thing to a helpless little girl in there if anyone (laughs) decides to kill me, including the ref. Um, But I would sit next to Joe in the front row, and I said to him once, I said – who in the hell would ever break into your house? And he's like, Someone who did not plan on living long. And Listen, he said it very matter of factly. It was terrifying.
0: Lozan is originally from uh <laughs> originally from Brockton. There you go. Okay. Yeah. You know, <laughs> pounding somebody in the suck is the original social media of, of Brockton. Home
1: home of uh, Rocky Marciano and Hart. Marvelous
0: Marvin Hangler, there for that go, matter. Another yeah.
1: one, yep. I would not
0: mess with Any of those, even any of those guys, nobody in Brockton. No, no, no thank you. No, thank you. No, I would. uh, That's uh, that's not for me. It's 726 on Rock 102. Rock 102's Classic Way Lumber have collaborated to produce kiln-dried wood slabs, architectural millwork, fine lumber, and charcuterie boards. With an endless variety of species, contractors and DIYers alike can find inspiration to complete any design project at the newly opened retail showroom of Mill River Slabworks. Visit Mill River Slabworks Monday through Saturday at 170 Lockhouse Road in Westfield, Mass. Exit 41 off the Mass Pike. Find details at Mill it's 729 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni and Molly the Intern. Uh, we're all here today. Rock 102 bringing you New England Patriot football all season long. Saturday, the Patriots will uh, continue the preseason with a tune up with my beloved Green Bay Packers. Who wins? Doesn't really matter. It's preseason. Get off of it already. Uh, The pregame begins at 5 o'clock. Kickoff scheduled for 8 o'clock. Bob Sochi and Scott Zolak are going to bring you all the play-by-play action. The Patriots play here on Rock 102. And by the way, when the uh, regular season kicks off, Scott Zolak will be joining us every Thursday.
1: I can't wait to the day that I'm in when when
0: Scott Zolak's in. You want to you want to find out about the buckethead thing? I want to call buckethead and see all what right. happens.
1: <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? Someone told me twenty something years ago his high school nickname, and I've remembered it all these years for a reason, I'm sure. Yeah,
0: you know, I'm I'm gonna hold back on the buckethead question because I'll, I'll wait for you to do it. I want to give you the satisfaction.
1: I'll be the, this is the beauty thing about being the filling guy, you know. There's no real permanence. I can just come in and be like, "What's up, buckethead?" <laughs> and then I'm just out. <laughs> <laughs> I just disappear into the ether. He has no idea who that guy was last week.
0: We got news coming up next to on Rock 102. You have an on 7.32 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni and Molly the intern all in one damn room. Can I cut you off real quick? We have breaking news, Bax. Uh, yeah, sure. The TikTok
1: is now up to
2: 980 followers oh, no. shut up get
1: out of here really yeah, and my instagram is now at 980 or 2, 2984 so uh, right. you know i, I let's you go know, twinkle toes <laughs> as you
0: know i'm not one to shamelessly self-promote myself <laughs> yes. but uh, you know my numbers are somewhere like around 2400 followers so you're right. actually yeah i know i don't uh, i don't really go out and uh, you know talk about myself and in, in a way that how do
1: people not follow you you know what though your instagram handle's hard to follow
0: which one? Bax102? Bax
1: is that the one you're talking about there? Or are you well, talking I two about the inst- yeah. I
0: got two Instagrams. One oh, okay. that's uh, primarily focused on uh, the podcast and fun bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my own uh, personal one, which is more focused on... The, the podcast and fun bag
1: okay probably. so now that
2: we've talked about it the listeners will find
1: you
0: oh listen it's not it's not hard to do it's either backsy's fun bag yeah. or Baxi 102
1: you should surpass me by the end of this show but if you don't i want you to not feel bad you have to understand these numbers i have have been built on outside of this radio have been built on doing shows at ra- various dive bars and vfw oh, yeah, halls no, all
0: across the western hey listen yeah my numbers. uh were established during Rock 102 work releases of the very same kinds of dumps that you, <laughs> you're talking about. <laughs> oh,
1: I remember the work release. I remember <laughs> oh, yeah. it
0: well. Absolutely. Anyway, it is uh, it is time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Uh, go to Gary Rome Hyundai today. Get 0% financing on select models. We didn't talk about this last hour, but the death toll from those Maui wildfires rose to at least 99 yesterday. As local and state uh, officials warned that the number could rise while also acknowledging public frustration from residents still barred from visiting uh, Lahaina, 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 I yeah, you know, you'll have to excuse I me. I believe
1: it's Lahaina.
0: Anyway, uh, according to uh, Governor Josh Green, uh, we know it's frustrating. Stage zero is uh, getting through all the properties where there are those who are for those who have passed. Uh, we'll, we're trying to make uh, the most out of it. Uh, the uh, Maui County Fire Chief Bradford Ventura says that the perimeter of of oh, the fire is cool and hasn't expanded. That's the good news, but there are a lot of people, uh, you know, very upset that uh, power was shut off to protect other properties. And it's it's you know, I mean, there's a lot of questions about what's really been there's going a, on here.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of conspiracy theories from directed energy weapon theories to this to that. I don't know much because I'm an idiot, admittedly, but I do think there are some things that are definitely weird. Like I was saying to you off here, the fact that they didn't have a warning apparatus to warn these poor people when a couple of years ago, you remember, they sent out an alert to everybody in Hawaii that a nuclear missile was headed towards Hawaii. It was yeah. someone hit the wrong button. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah. Someone like, hit the wrong button and everyone's like, well, we got 12 minutes till to, to we're toast. You know, if you had that ability, where's the guy with that button being able to say, hey, get out of your houses, get to safety? You know what I mean?
0: You know, you're on an, uh, on a volcanic island. Right. Okay. Bad things can happen on volcanic okay, islands. Okay, fair. I mean, I once saw a documentary where this uh blended family went to uh, Hawaii and yep. uh, the father lost uh, lost his plans and another one of the uh, the kids uh had a tarantula on his hotel bed. And then uh, their their maid Alice was I, trying to have fun uh during that vacation too. Bell. Oh, you saw
1: it? Was there something about an amulet that was uh, bad luck?
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh, you saw this.
1: I I did. Molly has no clue what we're talking about right now.
2: I thought you were serious about a documentary for like a
0: minute. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am. I'm totally serious. It was a a blended family. (laughs) Are you talking
2: about the Brady Bunch again?
0: There you go. Oh, so you've seen it too. Oh, look at that. Of course. No, then uh, then, there you go uh it was a uh, not a great day in uh, the city of springfield yesterday two people are dead three children under the age of 13 taken to the hospital following a shooting on berkshire avenue uh yesterday afternoon uh Hamman county district attorney anthony galuni declined to call the crime a murder suicide but called it a homicide in which he said the suspect is dead police were called to a two-family home on 174 174 berkshire avenue at 240 yesterday afternoon to find the crime, they taped off the home and two houses on either side. This area is just north of uh, St. Michael's Cemetery and east of uh, Central High School. Uh, the victim who died at the scene was described uh, as an adult woman. Galooney did not explain the relationship between the woman and the children, but law enforcement has since said that she was the grandmother and was babysitting while the parents were at work. The uh, three children were brought to the hospital. Two suffered gunshot wounds. And at least uh, one girl was critically injured while the other suffered a serious gunshot injury. The youngest child was not shot, but brought to the hospital for examination. At um, least one child was in surgery and then airlifted to Boston Hospital for uh, further, uh, further care. Galuni being very tight lipped at a press conference uh, to talk about this. Uh, the man responsible for the shooting died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. That is, according to law enforcement officials, Galuni said a gun was found at the scene of the shooting, but said it was too early to say who owned the weapon or whether the suspect had a permit to own a firearm. The man also killed the family dog, and the shooting came on the heels of a violent weekend in Springfield that saw two people die on Saturday. The city has broken uh, at least a uh, a, a homicide rate for the last 24 years with 23 deaths already this year. Uh, I will say, though, that uh, one of those uh, you know, one of our uh, our shootings in 2020 has now been resolved and found with a uh, with a conviction. A Springfield man was found guilty of a murder in 2020. The shooting death of uh, Christopher Fonville uh, has been found guilty. On March sixteenth, 2020, Springfield police were called into the intersection of Crew and Chestnut Streets for a report of uh, shots being fired around 1230 a.m. And upon arrival, they found uh, Fonville with gunshot wounds and was taken to Bay State Medical Center, later transferred to Mass General where he died the night of March 23rd due to his injuries. According to uh, uh, the DA's office, a jury found 25-year-old Isaiah Taylor guilty of first-degree murder and the death of Christopher Fonville on Chestnut Street. Taylor is scheduled to be sentenced on Thursday and faces a life sentence without the possibility of uh, parole.
1: You know what's crazy? That murder then occurred, because I was just thinking, I'm like, who kills anyone in 2020 because the world was upside down? Yeah. But that murder occurred right at the beginning of the pandemic and it's just getting resolved now doesn't it seem like a decade ago <laughs> you
0: know what I yeah, mean yeah it does and it's you know it's really not that long ago and you know well, it's really crazy is like when you think about the early days of the pandemic okay so that that shooting happened in march right things were starting to turn in february yes. so you're just talking about a matter of weeks the shutdown happened i remember march i was
1: 13th yeah i was doing
0: yeah. uh i was doing the Comedy
1: Connection. And it was right on St. Patrick's Day weekend. Was and we were like, this is going to be the last show for a little while. We didn't know how long, but we were like, probably a little, for a little while at least. Yeah,
2: I didn't go back to school that year after after March twelfth. I never went back to school that year.
1: Oh, you were in high school for
2: that. I right? was. I was Damn. a sophomore in high school when it happened, and <sighs> I'm going into my sophomore year of college. Now my
0: my middle daughter Liza, uh, graduated in 2020. That so sucks. prom was gone, and uh, graduation oh. had to happen in like August. Oh, of God. uh and, um, and everybody was distanced and you can only have so many people it was a really bizarre situation but you know i mean think about how, uh, he, i'm always he, i've always thought you know as it, it, in spite of its tragedy uh it's the most amazing social experiment we've ever seen in in, in maybe history Oof. uh of you know how do we react to situations like this turns out probably not that great we didn't react all that great we didn't re- act great at all because so much of what was going on was kind of you know there was so much fear and obscured by you know disinformation and you know you know people were trying to politicize it and it's like you know how much have we really learned this is
1: why i don't anymore get i don't feel sure of myself anymore and I don't anymore? know if there's anyone else that feels this way. Yeah. Like when I hear conspiracy people talk about stuff like the Hawaii thing, like when people were talking about that. Yeah. I don't immediately dismiss stuff because some of my conspiracy friends, uh, during COVID, you know what? They I I sat there after and was like, Hey, fair enough. Good on you. Some of that you were right about Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so like i realized like no matter how old you get no matter how much time you have under your belt no matter how much you think you understand the world none of us really do understand the world
0: no none of us understand the world and you know apart from the news that you're getting here this morning right uh it's almost (laughs) impossible to figure out you know what what news sources are actually giving you real news right and i and i listen you know, my journalistic integrity should never be questioned. No. By anybody. No. Because uh, uh, my sources are you know, impeccable. The accolades
1: alone that you have, uh, you know, and the research that goes into us opening up these oh. web pages with Mass Live and Listen, 22 News. I, I
0: cut and pasted for a good 15, 20 <laughs> minutes this morning to um, dig down deep into all the
1: stories that you need to know. I just came across another one that, that I feel like we should talk about. I don't want to harp on the Hawaii thing too much, but I think it deserves to be talked about. Um, residents of Hawaii are trying to band together now to stop people because there are vultures that are trying to come in now and they see it as a development opportunity to, to for Lahaina. Sure. Because that was some of the most precious land on the earth, this beautiful town, this untouched beautiful haven that everyone from around the world would go to as their dream trip and everything else and now what happens this is where the conspiracy part comes in this thing burns the ground now everybody all these billionaires wanna wanna come in and buy up Uh, some people saying that they were
0: set intentionally just for that purpose
1: and I just read an article of a lady who said she received a Facebook message from a real estate developer immediately offering her uh, money and she said her neighbors had a group together where they were saying uh, don't talk about selling to anybody. They're they're standing firm and steadfast and not selling. And yeah. I think that's a great thing.
0: Well, the thing about conspiracies is the good conspiracy theories always have a certain level of plausibility. Sure, even if they're total nonsense. Sure, if it, if it sounds good, yeah. well, then maybe yeah. it's maybe there's something to it. But a lot of them are just pure scare tactics and, and nonsense.
1: Listen, I'm, you're not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you you're not right because I I do feel like that. You know, I do feel like I hear some of these things. And I'm like, come on, come on. Mm-hmm. But also, I distinctly remember during 2020 when everyone was like saying, I was like, oh, come on, you know, this is obvious. But turned out not obvious. And then when I see all this other bad news happening now. I think, like even you, your generation, Molly. I feel bad. I think that we're still psychologically impacted as a society from 2020. I think we're all still dealing with it, personally without a and publicly. And
0: well, I mean, you know, like the uh, the big story locally yesterday. Uh, you know, apart from you know the <laughs> the violence and gunplay that's uh, you know staining our great city. Uh, you know the Holyoke Soldiers Home perfectly good example of, right. of a place that was ravaged by by covid yep. and and now you have you know they've taken that tragedy to finally do what they probably should have done 20 years ago right. and and rebuild this thing and make it into a substantially right. better uh facility yeah you know, Maura Healy was here yesterday uh in Holyoke to uh, to announce the uh you know the breaking ground of a 283 million dollar facility it's going to house uh 234 long-term care beds for the state, uh, state's medically vulnerable veteran population, yep. which should have been done long ago, sure. and so you know, out of that tragedy, something is finally uh, you know, positive right. happening in, in in place of what uh, what just happened.
1: And that's uh, maybe that's a a sign or a symptom of a slow recovery that we're starting to recover as a society. like these little things. Like you start looking at them and go, "Oh, hey, you know what? We're we're." We're returning to normalcy, even though we've "quote unquote" been normal for a while. Yeah, we're returning to it now.
0: You know, you know. I wish there was more information about this uh, this story. Okay. Which I, I'll you know, close things off with this one, but uh, very, very little. But I really wanted to find out more. Uh, a bear was spotted Monday morning in a tree outside Thorns Marketplace in Northampton on Hampton Street. Uh, police were on the street uh, on the scene as well as uh, Mass Wildlife. Uh, I believe 22 News was told that they were able to coax the bear down and eventually ran into the nearby woods. Nearby woods in downtown Northampton. Yeah, I don't know where where the hell that is. But anyway, uh, (laughs) (laughs) a bear at Thorns Marketplace. It's a great little place. It's a great little place. But one, uh, the bear totally missed out on the tax-free weekend. (laughs) Uh, It's not even bag day in Northampton where you can get things at a substantial discount at many stores. But even a bear with very little understanding of uh, maybe the topography yeah. or business layout of uh, of Northampton probably said there's nothing to do here anymore oh. now that oh. like the Iron Horse hasn't opened or Pearl Street <laughs> hasn't opened the only thing for me to do is to hang out in a tree outside Thorne's market
1: to be fair, bears do love to eat organic. True. And that's, if you're going to go to a city to have a meal Uh as a bear, you know you're getting organic food, even out of the even out of the worst dumpster in Northampton you're eating organic
0: and just in case anyone is having any uh, any doubts when i talk about a bear in northampton i'm talking about a woodland creature <laughs> oh you're
1: not you're not talking about uh, someone my size with uh, excessive uh, amount of uh, body hair
0: body hair or muscle uh, no i'm not talking about that oh, guy okay. in a muscle shirt right. i'm really right. i'm talking about an actual bear Wouldn't you know the kind of bear with a, a little hat and a tie with no shirt trying to avoid uh, <laughs> you know the 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 ranger as he's stealing picnic a, baskets from look park bear,
1: a bear with personality <laughs> I, I when you said that i just pictured the bear actually wearing uh like a tank top muscle shirt like yeah a, right like a pink tank top muscle <laughs> shirt <laughs> i don't know why i pictured the bear that way but i, know. I don't know i just did uh, see now <laughs> i put
0: that image in your head it's you a could, great image you're gonna thank me later It'd be a good logo for something <laughs> It's going to be rainy today and uh, rainy this afternoon. There'll be a little bit of clearing uh, for a short period of time, but not for very long. A high of 70 tonight. The showers continue low as 65, and for a Wednesday, mostly cloudy and a high of 78. Still 68 degrees right now on Rock 102. Bob's Discount Furniture, summer of... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 754 in Journey with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102 uh, rock 102 wants to send you to see The Machine at Ski Butternut on August 26th. That's a good place to see a show. Yeah, and The Butternut,
1: Machine, too. Holy yeah, cow, still doing it.
0: That's right. Uh, enter at rock102.com for your chance to score a four-pack of tickets to the show, a $150 Ski Butternut gift card, good for uh, merch or food, and a Sam Adams Red Sox grill. That's the reason to sign up. There you go. Uh, part of the rock the, part of the part classic rock summer on Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Now, you're, you're a big... Uh, you're a big Pink Floyd fan, uh, aren't you?
1: That's my favorite band. Is it really? I love Pink Floyd.
0: Even uh, even the final cut.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, but but yeah, but I'm 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 not like a deep cut Floyd guy. You know what I mean? You like the hits. I like the hits. I like I I like some, mm-hmm. but you know, the people get to Piper's the gates of Dawn, They they get and they they're pulling stuff from the B side and stuff like that. I don't feel like an... I just love David Gilmore, to be honest, more yeah. than anything.
0: Well, uh tomorrow we're gonna be talking to uh Jerry Shirley, who has been the the uh has been with like Humble Pie since the very beginning. Yep. But uh but Jerry Shirley is the drummer for Humble Pie, but also played on both of Sid Barrett's solo records and he's played with David Gilmore, so you'll get your chance to ask all kinds of uh Pink Floyd questions I got to Jerry real excited.
1: Shirley. I'm so this is two degrees of separation now.
0: It kinda is, isn't it?
1: I hope this guy Uh, I hope this guy and I form the great bond that Eric Estrada and I did, you know, in that three minutes that we talked to him. Yeah,
0: yeah, because, uh, you know, very clearly uh, there was a connection between the the two of you that was unshakable.
1: I I was telling you this off air. I probably once every three days, I still think of the last thing Eric Estrada said, which is like, all right, man, keep in touch. (laughs) I think (laughs) I'll just be driving in my car. I'll be like. Ponch told me to keep in touch. (laughs) We did bond over the, uh, I should call. Hey, remember the 14th phone interview you did that day? Uh, I was the filling guy. I'm the guy that mentioned the Moose Club? The Moose The the Moose Lodge, Lodge, 1849, Chicken Parma Wednesdays. That's me. (laughs) That's me, baby. (laughs) Great Moose Lodge.
0: Yeah, that's great. But this guy, uh, you know, Humble Pie, uh, had the great Steve Marriott, who died a uh, a number of years ago, but also Peter Frampton was in that band. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He was like one of the nicest guys ever. Peter Frampton is? He's an extremely nice guy.
1: Does he take that talk box with him everywhere he
0: goes? No. Sometimes he uh, he actually puts it in, a, in a box. Did you do an interview with him and stuff, or did you meet him, or what? Uh, probably been interviewed him five times, maybe. Really? Oh, yeah. And it, as pleasant as pleasant can be.
1: I, see, this is the thing. I think it would be a great gag if we did an interview with him, but we had him do it through the talk box.
0: <laughs> That would be great, but yeah, uh, you. No I other think the radio stations done that. I don't know if they have, but I don't think he carries it with him wherever he goes.
1: How did you? Uh, how did you like playing uh, in the eighties? Rock one oh two
0: Springfield's classic rock. It's just about eight twelve in Boston with Bax and Nagel and uh, Marty Caproni filling in for uh, for Steve this week. Steve will be back on Monday. Uh, Marty's here until Thursday, and then uh, Friday is the best of Bax and Nagel. There we go. I don't know how we're going to scrounge around enough uh, for <laughs> filling four hours of that, but apparently <laughs> we'll figure something out.
1: Well, between all the vacations, you guys have to have at least three hours of radio time
0: together. Well, to my <laughs> to, <laughs> to the best of my knowledge, uh, I don't think there's any vacation time scheduled after this. I think this I'm taking, is sad. Yeah, I think I'm taking like one day off uh and and like uh like the 25th i'm taking off but after that it's uh right we're good until december well see you so later so, audience so you're just gonna have you to guys. pop you're just gonna have to pop in for the fun of it
1: yeah tell alex i'll come in one day a week <laughs> yeah he'll love fridays. that fridays yeah ma- mail it in friday <laughs>
0: <laughs> i believe we've been doing that <laughs> for, years. <laughs> for years uh molly the intern this is her last week uh yes. in, around the station and uh yeah, that's always the, uh, just, you know, just when you're starting to get used to people and used to stuff, then all of a sudden they tell you to get out and go back to school.
2: Yeah, it, it's tough. Yeah. I'm, I'm sad, though. I've had so much
0: fun here.
1: You have to go back with your real friends.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no Your cool friends, yeah. not your old-timey
1: Facebook friends.
0: <laughs> how, do you, how do you spend your summer? Spent my whole summer talking with old
1: people. Your old-timey Facebook you know, friends who say the prom instead the prom. of prom. Yeah, right.
2: I did have my reservations about interning at a classic rock radio station. I am the youngest person here. I think the next youngest person here is like thirty-one. So, and that's across the hall. <laughs> that's, and she's—that's she's...
1: that's the baby of the outfit. Yeah, 31. that's it. Yeah, so, thirty-one.
2: I was—I was a little worried about it, but I feel now. I no. now I walk in and I'm like, all right, good morning, guys. It's time to make a TikTok, you guys. <laughs> well, it, it, here's the thing,
0: Molly, and I, and I don't know if anyone's ever ever said this to you, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm throwing caution to the wind. Um, you seem like a remarkably mature. Person at your age. Oh, I mean, you know, you. another. I don't know other 19 20 year twenty-year-old kids that don't have nearly the uh, <laughs> the maturity you do, or bet. appear to <laughs> bet. Yeah. See, I don't <laughs> even know what that means. <laughs> that that's, means a uh, yes. That's what the young kids say for yes. Oh, is that is yeah. that what that is? She Marty do that.
2: and I were discussing young people's young um, people slang, slang. And yeah. well Now can, he's trying to be cool.
0: Well, you were, you <laughs> kind of mentioned the whole thing about the prom. Yeah. You know, like yeah. when I was a kid, we called it the prom. Now they just call it. Prom.
2: Yeah, so I, I went to prom last year. I was a senior last year, and my mom was you know, helping me get ready and everything, and she kept calling it the prom. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Mom, that's not what people call it anymore. It's just prom. Like, it's it's just prom. You
0: know what I called the prom back in 1984 when I went to, uh, to my prom? I called it a horrible night that wasn't a whole <laughs> lot of fun. That's that's what I would call it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you
1: have a bad prom?
0: Uh, how should I put this?
1: Did you I, date ditch you,
2: Bax?
0: Huh? Did, no. Well. Did you have um, no one
2: to dance with?
0: no it really wasn't about uh it wasn't about that uh my senior prom i was i went with the the girl i was seeing at the time oh look at you trying to get lucky on prom night. well of course uh, who didn't but of course uh, as it turns out she tried to get lucky with uh another uh, oh, person oh boy and no. uh, that night oh, that, that no. night yeah. prom night. well one of my best uh, friends i mean i've known this woman since we were five yeah literally yeah, yeah. since we like since the early 70s we were like long time friends still friends to this day yep. My girlfriend started to hit on her boyfriend, who we found out many years later was well over the age of 21 going to a high school prom. What? How creepy yeah. is that? Yeah, dude, there's
2: dude. an 80s rom-com right there. Oh, well, my god,
0: Dude, you're absolutely <laughs> you know right about that. She, yeah. that. she knows the reference. See She knows the rom-com. Yeah, That's right. It I, was not a great night.
1: I almost didn't go to my senior prom because I was all prommed out because I had all female friends you know, in yeah. high school. So I, when I was a sophomore, I got asked to, like, a junior prom at a different school. And I went to high school at Cathedral, but all my friends were at Chickabee yep. So, like, I went to, like, oh, they had a thing called the EDT dance. And then I went to the junior prom at Chickabee, then the senior prom, then this prom, and that prom, and all these stupid dances and proms. By the time senior prom came, I was like, I'm not wasting money on a limo again, and a tux, yep. and the flowers, mm-hmm. and the stuff. Like, I, I was, I was, I was over it. But my friend, uh, my, one of my dear childhood friends, Amy Blankenship, who went to Chickabee High, was like, no, you're going to your prom. And I was like, I'm not going to the prom. And she's like, it's too bad. You're going. Now. I've decided. I'm your date. And you're going. And Jim, who was uh, Jim Sotteropoulos, who's my good uh, buddy in high school, one of my best friends, uh she had her friend uh take jim and we yeah. all went to the prom
0: and we had fun see i had a broke. I, th- I know i kind of like uh, focused on no. proms all of a sudden but i had a broke uh code type of situation during okay. my prom i got a cousin who i'm very close to okay and my cousin uh, didn't like the girl i was dating and okay. you know in hindsight probably for very good reason okay uh she strongly urged me to not go to prom with the girl I was kind of seeing uh, at the time and said don't go with her go with our friend Liz she doesn't have a you does not have a have a date she would love to go with you go with her instead. you'll have a much better time and I'm thinking well here's the thing one of my best friends at the time used to date Liz uh, and I thought so listen as, as much it. as I like Liz she was a beautiful girl a lot of fun yeah. hilarious and yeah we would have had a blast together I thought you know what do I really want to dip my toe into that situation? This is a, a, well, a close friend of mine's best, <laughs> you know, his, his, his last girlfriend. Yeah, you know, he's moved on, but, you know, it's like a broke a broke yeah. code kind of thing. I, yeah. I don't want to, I didn't want to like, get into that. I just thought that was like, uh, you know, poor form.
1: Yeah. Well, when you were right, I think that was uh, poor form. But, yeah. Am I the a hole? <laughs> In 1984. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, I want to tell a story so badly, but I, I, don't, I, I can't. But I can tell you this. Um, I was really, the cool thing was, you guys didn't do the beach the next day. But see, like where, no. where Chickabee and, and, and Cathedral, like we all, both things, senior year, you do the prom. Yep. And then the next morning you get up early at the crack of dawn and everyone goes to the beach for the day. And you, and you hang out at the beach for the day. So the cool thing was, my friend Amy and her friend, they yep. were chickpea, uh, so the, the beach the next day wasn't even a question. They are like, oh, go with your friends. So um, my buddy Jim and I had our, t- our two friends, uh, Melanie Miller and Allison, and they were fun. And they were like, We're down for the beach. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, um, we shouldn't say that we were drinking underage, but, you know. Yeah, I We we pulled up in the morning, and we were like, we got a cooler. And they were like, well, we got two. And we were like, this is going to be a great day. (laughs) Of course. You know, and that was like the fun part was the beach the next day. But now, as Molly was saying, the kids get locked. What did you get locked in?
2: Uh, I mean, yeah, it was kind of locked in after. It wasn't after my prom. It was after my graduation ceremony. Everyone went back to my high school and (laughs) We got, Here's your
1: diploma. Now you're staying forever. <laughs> you stay here. We a, all went. We all went back your, your and got maintenance.
2: We got on buses and we all went to Sunny's place and we were there overnight. We got there at like probably like ten thirty and we were there until like. Where 6 do they a. keep you, like in the in just, the I
1: mean, we arcade? All, batting cages, throwing balls, balls at you. you. <laughs> just keep yeah, just keep your head down until the morning. We <laughs> all took buses, so we couldn't leave.
2: And I mean, we were all accounted for and everything, so we we couldn't leave. You see,
0: they didn't start doing that, yeah, until like or three years after i left high school because then all of a sudden someone figured out hey you know what To kids avoid trouble. Dude, these kids are getting into all kinds of shenanigans uh and the the town's police department is all like six cops <laughs> yeah, yeah. so we're basically tapping out the uh the town's resources let's let's lock everything down have everybody stay overnight now if i that were me i would have thought well this is that will not do <laughs> I, I, I i don't well, want the prob- that
2: the problem actually was at my high school was um Everyone was accounted for. You had to buy a ticket to this and everything. So, you know, they're all taking attendance as everything is is going. And we're on the bus and we're waiting and we're waiting. And we're all like, why are we just sitting here? Like, we want to go do something. We're all excited and happy. And there's this group of kids that just aren't there. Yeah. Like, they bought tickets to tell their parents that they bought tickets. And that's where they would be. Uh, but they didn't notice that the school was going to realize they weren't there.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, then- but you know what? They're like, who cares if I get in trouble? I'm done. <laughs> Yeah. Well, but they with their the parents,
2: system. they're like in a field somewhere. Yeah, but they're like, I'm going <laughs> to
1: college. We had go, to go be mad, mom. I'm going to college. We here. had to
2: wait for them. We had to wait and like call the parents. Like people were calling the parents oh, and calling sounds, the kids. Like we couldn't leave until these kids were accounted for, and we knew that they weren't like missing it's like people. A hostage
1: situation. <laughs> yeah, it's not an after prom party. It's an Iranian hostage. <laughs> <property>. <laughs> we we you know I, I part of me is like, oh, that sounds terrible, but. Um, We went to the beach, and it is true. One of the kids from my class went to use the bathroom at Patty's Wigwam. We all went to Miss Okay. And the hallway where the bathroom was also had the liquor room. Oh, yeah. The liquor room door was wide open. So how long do you think it took for that word to spread? 2.3 seconds. Yes, and literally every kid had a a towel on the beach, and underneath the towel was a bottle of this, a bottle of that, a bottle of this. They they cleaned out the the whole liquor thing. So when I think back to it— probably that locking locking your kids away thing is a good idea
0: i went to two proms uh in my life the the junior prom senior prom that was it that was it but in my adulthood uh i have been a chaperone at a couple of (laughs) another chaperone i thought
1: thought you were gonna say in my adulthood i went to four or five proms. oh yeah no i I had a great i had a great time
0: no you know know, my wife is a teacher she's a special ed teacher and uh so you know Typically, she will go to the prom. You sure. know, to make sure she, her kids are having a good time and, and, and all, all that. And I've gone with a couple of times. And you know what? I had more fun at that prom. Sure. You know, you know. No hanging,
1: breathalyzer. Well, what about that? Smokes you know, some weed in the bathroom. No, you, know what
0: it, you know what? it was. I mean, and this is and, and, and to me, this is the coolest part about <laughs> about it is these kids were having such a great time. Just, at their prom, yeah. just just being just being themselves, not being degenerates, not being degenerates. <laughs> these, I mean, the, the, like the, the innocence of these kids is, yeah. is remarkable. And but they were just having a great time. Like this is like a really big deal for them. Yeah, I had more fun at those proms than I ever had at my own.
2: I feel like it's become such a bigger thing now than it. Was like when my parents went to prom or anything, like people prom pose now. That wasn't a thing. Like, well, you guys i don't seen
0: those things. Like, I don't know if that's you know the reason why I thought this was so much more enjoyable. I it, they, it was, it, it was you don't a have big, that pressure, the social pressure. I, I think it was you know, we were we were hanging out with uh my wife's students, yeah, and that was just really fun, you know, and 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 that was just like you know, real special, what but it the, was but it was you know, very different than. Now, when I was at prom, because, you know, you got you had to pay for a tux you couldn't possibly afford. You go back yeah. in time and you say, why did I choose to wear a white tux that night at the Biltmore Hotel in Providence? <laughs> so what, what the hell I do that for? You went to the Biltmore? Like the Biltmore, yes. And the following prom, day I went to Colt State Park in Bristol. I, I My great...
2: senior prom was at the Mass Mutual Center in Springfield. <laughs> Good
0: place to have it. <laughs> really? Yeah. It was. Oh They see, do a lot is, of proms there.
1: Ours is at the uh, now defunct Weed Weed-growing facility uh, that used to be uh, Shea Joseph at Agua. That's right.
2: That actually just closed. My older brother's prom was there.
1: Yeah, yeah it was awesome. But see, this is goes back to the whole thing <laughs> that, like, the pressure... That it was to get a limo, get this, get a dress, get a Tux, get a boutonniere. get yeah. a. You don't really have when you're an adult. You're just like, whatever, this is something I'm doing for four hours. <laughs> so what do I care?
2: Yeah, no, I went. As a I kid, went... you
1: look forward. It's like from the time you start seeing you, are like, who are you going to go to prom with? Who are you going to ask Who are you going to, you know, you don't have any of that.
2: I went to prom my junior year. My school didn't have a junior prom, so I got asked as a junior by a senior. And that was so much more fun than my senior prom because I got asked like three weeks before. He just didn't have anyone to go with. And so I like found a dress and it wasn't nothing was my responsibility. Nothing like I just got to go. That's cool.
1: That's As your cool. father, I would have been like, "I'm going to kill this kid."
0: Yeah, a senior. What is he asking senior? you for? What are, you asking yeah, the, the,
1: the, no. what are your intentions? He Why had his you questions. See your own age. You uh, he had
2: get... his questions. Don't worry. Oh,
1: you going to get yeah. locked down at Sonny's <laughs> with my kid? My saying, no, you're not. I'll
0: I'll be the one firing softballs <laughs> at your head.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I'll be backing over you with a go kart.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's 825 in Rockwood. 28 with Bax and Nagle and Marty Caproni and uh, and uh, Molly too. Pat and the road crew are going to be at MGM Plaza this Friday. Free Music Friday from uh, 7 to 9. One-time weekend will be performing. Stop by the Rock 102 table for your chance to win some great prizes. The Plaza Bar will be open. Every Free Music uh, Free Music Friday offering summer cocktails and beer and non-alcoholic beverages. For those of you who don't want summer cocktails and beers, there's plenty of non-alcoholic stuff too. Visit is the TGIF Square where you'll find the White Lion Wild Dandelion Beer Trailer, the new Shot Shed serving summer offerings from Local distillers, Top Golf, Swing Suite and Bar, and Indian Motorcycle Tap Sports Bar also be open before and after the concert, so you can hang out, have yourself a good time on their patio. Uh, join Pat again this Friday, seven to nine at the Plaza at MGM from Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. We were there on uh, last Friday. Good time, huge crowd for uh, for Johnny Six Gun. They, they're they're dragging in good crowds. Re- and everyone's having a great time at those things.
1: It's a nice little uh, area right there where they have those concerts.
0: Yeah, no, of no, the plazas just—it's—it's yeah. it's like a, it's a a great area to see to see a show. And I actually kind of like yeah, you know, I actually kind of like the plaza setup more than maybe anything else on the MGM campus. Not that anything else is bad, but yeah. it's like you know, what a great idea to have all that outdoor space to do things in that plaza. It's awesome.
1: I love the comedy club there, Roar uh john tobin runs it he's a he's a good dude and it's a that's a that's a cool club different space than what loft is you know yeah um but that castle's just like when you're in there you just feel like the history of it you know what i mean yeah i uh but i they started doing the bands outside of that the band would play when the show was done you know or whatever they were doing a sound check when i was in there doing a sound check right and i was just like i don't know I don't really want to do the show right now. I just want to go <laughs> outside and watch the band. <laughs> that's what I was like, I've been doing comedy too long. You yeah, I was like, huh, how long can we get the show over so I can watch this band? Yeah,
0: but yeah, by nine o'clock the bands are done. Yeah, they're and, wrapping up, and the comedy shows usually start at like what nine nine right. yep. thirty. Yep. Yeah, so yep. that's that's actually a great. Uh,
1: it's a uh,
0: well planned out thing.
1: They 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 do a nice job down there at MGM. I lo- I used to make fun of them all the time uh, before they got open. You know. Sure. Because they changed the plans, you know. Remember the Let's, the first plan was the giant skyscraper, yep. and then I always laughed because I said on the last day to make changes in the law, they changed it. And I I said they changed it into a uh, a metal shed <laughs> full of three slot machines and four Ukrainian hookers. But it turned out that, that wasn't that, that wasn't the plan it, at it, all. It turned out that the facility is beautiful, and I ended up getting a tour from the guy who designed it, who redesigned it. And he was like Marty, we had to redesign it because we couldn't go up because the riverbed is right there so it would have cost so much money so we we made it wide instead of yeah. tall I, I love i i really it's a little uh, it's a little treat right there in springfield
0: i agree it's uh, 8 8:30 we got news now 8:33 the Bax and Nagel and Rock 102 it's time for news brought to you by Gary Rom Hyundai. go to Gary Rom Hyundai today to get 0% financing on select models uh the big story yesterday two people are dead three children under age of the age of uh, 13 taken to the hospital following a shooting on berkshire avenue on monday uh Hamden county district attorney anthony galuni declined to say at the time uh that the crime was a murder suicide but called it a homicide and said that the suspect was dead uh police were called to a two-family home on 174 berkshire avenue around 240 in the afternoon uh they taped off the home and two houses on either side closed the street for about three hours while they cared for the children and began the investigation for those of you who may not know this this area this is north of st michael's cemetery and east of uh, central high school in springfield the victim who died at the scene was described as an adult woman Galooney did not explain the relationship between the woman but later law enforcement uh, confirmed that it was the grandmother who was babysitting children while the parents were at work the three children were brought to the hospital two suffered gunshot wounds uh, at least one uh, a girl critically injured well, the efforts uh, suffered a serious a serious gunshot injury the youngest child a boy was not shot was brought to a hospital for examination uh, at least one child was in surgery in a critical condition yesterday afternoon uh, and anticipated to be airlifted to Boston to a Boston hospital for further uh, care last night again Galooney was uh, very tight-lipped at a press conference uh, saying that the shooting was in the early stage of the investigation and they were still trying to sort out uh, some of the details, but the man responsible for the shooting died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. That was according to a law enforcement later in the day. Uh, Galuni said the gun was found to the scene too early to tell who owned the weapon or whether the suspect had a permit to own the firearm. Uh, the suspect also shot and killed the family dog. Uh, the shooting came on the heels of a violent weekend in the city that saw two people die on Saturday. The city has now broken at least a 24 annual homicide rate with at least 23 deaths already this year. The other big story is that the, uh, the governor was in Holyoke yesterday after three years of uh, after the COVID-19 outbreak of the Holyoke Soldiers Home, resulting in 76 veteran deaths and several investigations and lawsuits and oversights and reformed laws. Shovels finally broke ground yesterday on a new Holyoke veterans home, a $483 million facility facility that will house 234 long term care beds for the state's uh, veteran population. The project uh, set to replace the uh, Holyoke home will be funded in combination of uh, $263.5 million in federal funds from the Department of uh, Veteran Affairs and uh, some other organizations as well. And a state bond that passed in 2021 that sent $400 million to finance the project. Um, It's going to be a phased construction situation. It won't be uh, open until, I think they said, 2028 But this will have uh, 234 new beds. Uh, Each floor will have three houses with 12 beds, each communal space, nursing support, uh, 30-bed memory care floor. And the home will also host a 40-person adult day uh, health program for veterans who live in the community. And that's all according to the Division of Capital Asset Management and Maintenance. 350,000 square foot uh, facility. Well overdue. I'm glad they're doing it. Uh, also, uh, Moore Healy said yesterday that uh, declared the state of emergency or reiterated her state of emergency uh, after Massachusetts shelter system reached its full capacity for migrants. In a letter from uh, the U.S. secretary, the governor is adding shelters every week, currently seeking forty five million dollars each month on programs for these families to create more space. But it's getting uh, difficult to meet the rapid demand. Uh, the governor spoke to 22 News about her next steps to house migrants in the state, saying the need for expedited authority authorization to get these migrants working uh we continue to seek to see significant numbers to whom we all want to work and how they all want to work and continue to be challenging uh efforts to have them here so uh 80 communities uh are being are, are housing uh migrants in the state
1: so 80 what do you have 251
0: yeah so, so it's like one out of three yeah so okay. so you know that's uh so the governor was uh was doing they had a busy day yesterday Uh, A Springfield man found guilty of murder in the 2020 shooting of uh, Christopher Fonville. On March 16th, the Springfield police were called to the intersection of Carew and Chestnut Streets to report of uh, shots being fired around 1130 a.m. Upon arrival, they found Fonville with uh, gunshot wounds. He was taken to Bay State and uh, later died of his injuries after he was transferred to Mass General. According to uh, the DA's office, a jury found 25-year-old Isaiah Taylor guilty of first-degree murder in the death of Christopher Fonville. Uh, taylor is scheduled to be sentenced on thursday he faces a life sentence without the possibility of parole those uh, the death toll on the maui wildfires rose to at least 99 on monday as local and state th- uh, officials warned that that number could rise along with acknowledging public frustration from residents still barred from visiting uh Lahena. um the governor said at a news conference uh that they understand that it's frustrating but uh, they're hoping to get uh, roads open and uh power restored a lot of people are very worried about uh, you know you know people who are in medical need of of power well, They're trying to get everything back on on track
1: their pharmacies are gone their banks are burned to the ground there's no infrastructure you know what I mean there's people who need medicine yeah. ter- It's such a terrible situation.
0: Uh, former U.S. President Donald Trump hit with a sweeping fourth set of criminal charges yesterday when a Georgia grand jury issued an indictment accusing him of efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Uh, lost to uh, Joe Biden. The charges brought by the Fulton County DA's office uh, add to the legal woes facing Trump, the front runner in the race for the Republican nomination for the 2024 presidential election. It's a 98-page indictment listing 19 defendants, 41 criminal counts in all. All the defendants were charged with racketeering, which is used to target members of organized crime groups and carries a penalty up to 20 years in prison. Among the defendants were Mark Meadows, Trump's former White House chief of staff, and uh, Rudy Giuliani and John Eastman, both uh, Trump's lawyers.
1: Well, you know what's weird about that? Rudy Giuliani, I believe, and this is one of my facts that might not be a fact, so you'd have to Google it to check, but I believe he was one of the pioneers of RICO legislation. Oh yeah, like he's one of the guys who designed the Rico laws to break up the mm-hmm. New York Mafia, and now here you are in your later life getting indicted with <laughs> Rico laws. It's literally like, yeah, it's literally like you made the shoe that's kicking you in the nards. You know what I mean?
0: Well, if you remember back, remember uh, Buddy Cianci, the mayor of Providence? Oh yes. So before he was mayor, he was uh, he was an attorney that was going after corruption. Oh, that's hilarious. In the state of Rhode Island, <laughs> and as many years later, he becomes the mayor of the uh, the large the, the capital city of Rhode Island, only to become maybe the most corrupt mayor in all of America. I, well, I mean,
1: they still love him. They would elect that guy today if they could. Well, if he if were, were still be, alive, he's he's now he, dead. Now you but, could exhum him and and run him for office, and they'd still yeah. vote for that guy. There was a, I think it was like a lady that was his wife was having an affair or something allegedly or something. Yes, and he kidnapped the guy and beat stranger. him over the head with
0: a lit fire log,
1: and and then he put a cigarette out on his face and mm-hmm. peed and peed on the guy. Yep, and it went to jail. And then they they just were like that's our guy, man. Yeah, he gets stuff done. We're reelected.
0: He <laughs> gets out of jail. He yeah. gets a radio talk show, yep. and all of a sudden people say, "Hey, you know what? He may be crooked as a stick, but he was a damn uh, fine mayor." And then at that point uh, when he got. When he got elected the second time, he completely transformed the city.
1: I was going to say, you could probably make a strong argument that there's probably been no other mayor in the history of that city that has left a mark on that city the way he did. It is completely a different city now.
0: Did you know that that Buddy Sancy is also a Marquette guy?
1: No, I did not know that.
0: Yes, he he was a Marquette graduate, and uh, the story goes that uh, while he was at uh, Marquette, he may or may not have committed a sexual assault against a co-ed, and uh, yet that didn't bother voters at all in Rhode Island. Really? Yes, that was the that was the story. I was
1: going to go in a different direction. I was going to ask you if uh, the people at Marquette smoked a lot of weed.
0: Uh, there were some, but it was mostly uh, it was mostly alcohol-driven.
1: Okay, because my theory behind how Providence became Providence was that they just sat around and they were smoking weed. They're like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get some gondolas and uh, water. We're going to make some water, and we're going to light the water on fire. <laughs> what are you going to say? Yeah.
0: Yeah, we're in. It is the craziest idea when, How, you, when you try to present it. This is what we want to do. You have to be high to be like,
1: that seems like a real – that's going to work.
0: Yeah. We, and it did. We want to <laughs> uncover the water and then set it on fire. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, like who doesn't go – Like and, and people rave about the, the water fire in Providence. Dude, you can't get a hotel – Within
1: 50 miles of Providence when they have water fire. And and I didn't know that when I was starting comedy. I remember one of my first bigger weekends at the Comedy Connection. I ended up having to stay in the Johnston Motor Lodge Ooh. on Route 6. It was the only place literally everyone had a hibachi outside their door at this hotel right because they lived there right and when i was coming in they were like ah you're the new neighbor i was like no no guys i'm just here for two days yeah, so but you know what in.
0: the thing about that is if you look at like the uh, the triple a recommendations yeah. uh for the johnston yeah. uh johnston motor lodge yes. <laughs> that motor lodge has seen more uh uh Organ transplant, uh, or organs removed in their bathtubs <laughs> For, than any other motor lodge in America. I
1: would thoroughly believe it. Um, I, I, I Harvested I, organs. I was so miserable that weekend and then I, I get to the comedy connection. I'm talking about it on stage. I go, who the hell comes down here to watch them light water on fire? And this lady goes, we do, we love to watch your fires. And I was like, where in the hell are you? She's like, we're from England. And I was like, you came here from England to see the... I go, you need a new traveler. Can you imagine that conversation? Where should we go on holiday? Well, we could go to Egypt and see the Great Pyramids, or mm-hmm. you could go to Hawaii and see paradise, or you, could go, or you could go to Providence, Rhode Island and watch them light the water on fire. Well, that sounds lovely. Let's do that. It's a cool event.
2: Providence, it's just, not, Providence yeah. is great. What are you talking right. about?
1: Listen, you're just defending it because you go to school. there Providence is great, but let's be honest, that is a high idea. You have to be high to be like, we're gonna put some gondolas in, we're gonna make it like Venice, and then we're
0: gonna, put, and then we're gonna light the water on fire. You have, yeah. But yet he, but yet, buddy was able to figure that out,
1: and the the damn thing works. Yeah, people, people, are, they're lighting the water on fire. We've got to go down and see the water on fire. What does it do? the water is on fire okay yeah that's <laughs> it that's it man <laughs> you're the you know, tiktok they, generation what's that 30 know, seconds of your attention you go look at that the water's on fire that's cool you know, all back, right, you guys
0: go? back in the 70s you could ha- you could light the ohio river on fire just <laughs> by throwing a match into it because of all the pollution it literally happened at one point right it, it was did
1: at erie erie canal or one of those places yeah that, 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 the water caught on fire <laughs> that's probably how they came up with the idea they're like we could do that better you know what body. We could do that. It was, you know, it was a tragedy and stuff, but it looked pretty nice, yeah, you know, when you think about
0: it. You know, back in the day, if you really want to see some spectacular fire in the city of Providence, you just have to, you know, stand at a street corner, watch somebody burn their house right, down.
1: Right. Go to Olneyville.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> that's, that's it. Uh, let's see. Gas prices yep. are uh, at uh, another high. Uh, the cost of regular gas is $4 a gallon in 11 states. Others are nearing uh, the threshold, and the national average is $3.85. Highest it's been in in ten months. I was filling up my uh, my tank uh, yesterday, and three seventy five a gallon. Like, come on, man, this is we're starting to get stupid again.
1: You know how it happens. I'll tell you how it happens. Every year they do it right at the vacation time because they know you're going to fill up your tanks, and we're all so stupid. We still believe that OPEC isn't a giant cartel that Mm -hmm. really is. You know what I'm saying? Like. Well, that's the uh, supply and the demand. No, it's not. It's real simple. It's like your cell plan. They 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 hose you because they can.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, Labor Day, <laughs> Labor Day weekend's coming up in just a couple weeks. Sure. Yeah, that's a big travel weekend. Right.
1: So jack up the price.
0: Yeah. And they're saying that the reason for this is not because of anything that we're doing. But that, uh, you know, oil prices are up because Russia and Saudi Arabia have been cutting the global supply. Oh, there you go. And that some U.S. refineries are struggling to function in the extreme heat, which I did not realize that they are not temperature controlled over there. What? That's what it says. That's what CNN is telling me. And CNN is telling me, uh, you know, they've never gotten a story wrong in their 50-year history. That's like, the, <laughs> no, no,
1: not with that crack reporting team. <laughs>
0: who they sent on that job, Jeffrey Tubin, yeah, right well, <laughs> well, he'll get to that story in just a minute he's got he's got to twerk some things out after the zoom meeting
1: <laughs> i can you imagine like we built this uh, three billion dollar refinery and then and then you got to turn around and they're like, what's the reason the prices are going up? You're like, uh. The A.C. in our refinery doesn't work very well, so did, did it's change, real hot out. Did you so. change the
0: filters of the A.C.? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's uh, the reason I'm spending three, we'll, $4 hours a gallon we'll of gas. F-
1: don't worry. We'll fix it for Memorial Day. The prices <laughs> will come down for Memorial Day. Trust us. <laughs> Trust
0: us. We're going to be fine. It's going to be rainy today. Uh, it'll be, the rate will stop for a period this afternoon. It'll resume later this afternoon. A high of 73 tonight. Again, showers low of 65. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy and a high of 78. It's about seventy degrees right now on Rock One O Two, Rock One O Two, Springfield's classic rock. It's eight fifty five and foreigner with Bax and Nagel with Marty Caproni, Molly the intern. How are we doing on the TikToks?
2: We are at nine eighty eight.
0: Jesus, we're like what? What? What is the? What is that? Uh, Eighteen away?
2: Twelve.
0: Twelve. Twelve. And then I am at. Uh... I'm at
1: 6. Really? So a dozen and a half dozen and we're dancing, buddy. Oh
0: god. Bless I know these death.
1: people. But these people should follow you too, Bax, you know. Well, you know, you know. They get the show for free every day. It's not You know me. We're not I'm panhandling.
0: Yeah, I you, you know me though. I'm not uh, I'm not the uh, shamelessly uh. self-promoting type. By the way, Baxy's uh, musical podcast is with my guest <laughs> Uh, Andy Sheoff from the dictators but that's not that's not me that's, I know that's, it's not yeah.
1: I, I, both of us have more integrity than that Thursday at loft comedy Club 20 dollars dinner buffet show right star show starts at eight doors at seven uh yeah neither of us are gonna we're not like uh I mean if
0: I were, I'd be I'd be talking about Baxi's musical fun bag every Sunday night nine o'clock here on rock 102 uh rock 102's loudest hour yeah. I, but I don't do that it, I don't because then the
1: people are gonna get they're gonna get turned off by like this blatant overpromotion. promotion. Right? right you know like uh Brendan Saglaw, uh, he's at the comedy club next weekend. If I sat here talking about Brendan Sagalaw at Loft next weekend everyone would be they'd be upset, they'd be disgusted.
0: Yeah, cuz they they would find that to be just you know very right. self-serving and uh, and pretentious and Well, you know, is there anything I, that you hate that uh, you'd like to talk about? <laughs>
2: Well, I am. I'm watching the TikTok right now. We're officially in the final ten, the uh-huh. countdown. Oh, so boy. we're at nine ninety.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, well, that's good. Wow. Go
2: follow Rock 102 on TikTok. The yeah. handle is Rock 102.
0: Yeah. See that? That's uh, that's shameless.
1: Now, are you gonna? Are you gonna? Um, it's in for your, the station backs. All oh, right. In your intern budget, I know you know some people upstairs. Can you? Can you think you can get us costumes to dance in? Like maybe you can get us leg warmers and headbands.
2: <laughs> I'll see what I can do. All right. I'll see what I can do.
1: I have a vision, you know, I have a creative vision yeah. for, this, uh, for this TikTok for us. You know,
2: if, if I ask for costumes, you know, the guy that will give me the money up there might just tell me my phone bill is due. can no.
0: Can't no. Do that. yeah. so. Well, See, that's, that's a conflict.
1: That's a conflict.
0: <laughs> I'm so glad that uh, leg warmers seems to have faded out, uh, yeah, out of style. Yeah, you weren't a big leg warmer guy? No, but there were dudes uh, back in the day when I was in college, you know, like, nah. you know, like right yeah, after you Flash there, yeah, yes. There were guys that I knew that wore the leg warmers. Gotta and I'm like, listen, I really- calves warm. Yes, I, I don't care if I- Listen, I'm going to wear uh, leg warmers while I'm wearing jam shorts in 1985. Like, dude, you, 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 take
1: those off. You know what I just thought of? I just thought of the bear in the tree that I was imagining in the pink tank top. Now I'm picturing with pink fuzzy leg warmers. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come down out of this tree whenever I want, officer. Yeah. But
0: the but the bear that was in the tree in Northampton yesterday yeah. was an actual woodland creature. An oh, actual okay. bear bear and he wasn't wearing I you were he was say hairy wild bear. high and low. I
1: thought you were gonna say wild bear. I was like, so I could be wild.
0: No, 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 he was completely <laughs> he was completely uh, furred out, you could He's say.
1: Furred.
2: Bax is looking at me like I'm crazy because I'm dancing around over here. We just hit a thousand followers.
0: Oh, oh Jesus. Yeah, Dang it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: but we still yeah. got my Instagram holding holding us from dancing. Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh God, twenty nine nine nine. Oh, so one more uh, than everyone. Someone answer. go yeah. follow Marty this, on Instagram. No,
0: no, you don't have to. Don't can rush. I, <laughs> can, I, can I throw in different rules? Can I just add yeah, things like yeah. last second? Like uh, yeah. you know, in order for us to dance, someone's gotta, you know, like bring a pie to the yeah. radio station. You, mm, hey, if people want to bring us right
2: food, now. we're not gonna complain. What's your but... favorite
0: pie? Wait, what's your favorite pie? This is important. Sorry. <laughs> uh you know what? I uh, I like a good uh, I like a good fruit pie. You
1: like like a strawberry pie or something like that, or um, a blueberry pie,
0: cherry blueberry, okay. like a good peach pie, I all like right. all
1: those things, yeah. I, or a French meat pie, also, I also like those too. I, I still haven't. I told you about the Lucky Strike and Cherryville. They sell the French pies. There to, oh, to go. awful good. I still. I don't think I've ever had a French pie. I don't know. I have had a French pie. That's Yeah. Um, my favorite pie. You ready for this one? Lemon meringue.
0: Lemon meringue. It's a quality pie. It's a good pie. Yeah. The
1: meringue really makes. My mother made the best lemon meringue pie ever. Yeah. Well, R.I.P. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't do us any good now. bring the, show down. Bring the... yeah.
0: Oh. No, no offense, but uh... I'm just seeing if I can
1: bring the show down so we lose some followers, so we don't have to dance.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we're still going up. We're, we're at just... 1,007. Oh my god!
1: god. I just refresh mine. I don't even want to talk about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're already
1: off uh, the bandwagon. The, the, this, uh, this is the one thing I love the listeners so much. I really do. Yeah, because uh, they're so supportive. Uh, but they're also I can tell that they have a streak in them that they love to see us in pain. So they they're. <laughs> They, they. Uh, I'm now up to three thousand fourteen. So they all, right. they all came. They were like, "Oh, there's one more! <laughs> ah, whack, whack. Have fun dancing, yeah. fatty! You know,
0: dance, funny boys!" <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. So. It's nine o'clock back <laughs> with Bax and Nagel and Marty and Molly on Rock 102. Summer's not over yet. Rock 102 and.